Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you today for our annual special edition, The Best Of 2023. We don't produce The Best Of 2023 every year, we produce a Best Of every year. Just so happens that we change the year to match the year, and this year's 2023. So therefore, that's why it's called The Best of 2023. Just want to clarify that in case I confused you. But for a show that really... No one gives two hoots about. We've got like eight listeners. We have enough content apparently that those eight people give a shit about enough for us to produce a best of because we like to inflate our ego and make ourselves feel important. And plus, we're kind of funny. So what can we say? And we're here to prove that to you today because we're going to play a variety of clips that we deem funny or better than others that you're going to get a kick out of if you've enjoyed us throughout the year or maybe you haven't listened to all of our episodes So therefore, some of these might entice you to listen to some of the other episodes. Or maybe you've listened to one episode and this is it. And you're like, oh, what's this show? And you listen to some of it. And you go, oh, that's kind of funny. But I wouldn't listen to it anymore. But at least you're here. That's all that we hope for. We've got bits featuring myself, featuring Colin, featuring Jared, featuring Alex. Not Alex. That's the wrong guy, Rocky. I'm looking at a screen of names from other shows. I host too many shows, people. Alex... I don't think he's been on this show, but listen to Euros Vision. He's on that show, but unfortunately that won't feature on this episode. Jamie is who I'm also thinking of. And as you can tell, we're a very professional podcast that we remember the people who host episodes of this show. But the point is, they're funny and you're going to laugh at them. We also, of course, had a fantastic 24 coverage this year covering variety of seasons of 24. We also had a fantastic Nip Tuck reunion, 20-year Nip Tuck reunion this year. So you're going to hear a lot of features from both of those. And there's just so much hilarity that you're going to get a kick out of it. And stay tuned, of course, for our annual little montage of our My Name Is section, the thing that we kind of do at the beginning that we think we're funny. Sit back, relax, and listen to the best of the Oz Network 2023. Hello, Remy. Hey, Remy. What's up? Yeah, you know, since you twisted your ankle and you're hobbling, I don't want you upstairs. <laughs> Why don't you go upstairs? <laughs> I mean, what did he do? He, he's limping all day today. And yeah, hi, Remy. <laughs> Stop beating your children. Oh, what does he want? All right. Wh- whatever. Oh, yeah, I want that box too. Here. Yeah. Casper, can you take Remy upstairs? It's sad that I'm trusting you over him, but I do. Yeah. Can I have that box too, Remy? I don't know what's in that box. Casey never comes down. Casey's the good one, is he? Casey listens, yeah, and he's quiet. Um, so that's why I don't have wow. Casey in the background this Guys, time. Guys, why don't you go upstairs where mommy can watch you? Casper, go for a run. Run, Casper, There's run. There's no way that she abandoned you guys and just let you run loose down here, right, Jamie? It's because she heard you saying that she was dumb. Uh, <laughs> oh, the treadmill's starting up. Here we go. Run, Casper. Run. What's on his uh, pajamas, by the way? 
Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> run, Casper, run. That's go. it. I thought, you know, I thought you had the stomach flu and you couldn't eat anything, Casper, but you're doing pretty good I on that treadmill. To, I just wanted to vomit everywhere right now. Be like, hey. <laughs> it's going to throw up all over me. Go, Remy, um, run. Run, Remy, run. Hey, Jamie, if you're still alive. <laughs> There's Run. two kids down here, and this is only going to take us longer. Do you want me to, do you want me to uh, message her? Seems as she seems to reply to my messages. I, <laughs> I'm going to call her. All right, let's do this. Call her. This is uh, the, the joys of husband and wives in Canada that you're downstairs. We could always pause recording, but no, we just do live. Colin calls Jamie. Put it on speaker. Oh, she's not going to answer because she's coming down. Oh, there she is. Hi, Jamie. Oh, she, she was going to the bathroom and she didn't want anybody to know, but she was going to the bathroom. She was having a dump. She's even said it was poop. All right. No, you can't take a crap piece in this house. No, I don't know what Remy's got there, but uh, everybody okay, he's poops. Got, he's, he's got Mr. Potato Head. Uh, that's going to be a lot of loose Jamie was pushing a few Mr. Potato Heads out there a few seconds ago. <laughs> He was just trying to show, this is what mommy's doing upstairs. Giant potato in the toilet. <laughs> I love the fact that you, you do a poo and then run away. Get a ball. Remy really wanted the box. Give him a box. Bad parents. Give your son a box. Right. Can you see my muck mucks behind me? I, uh, thought, you're I thought be they were rocks. I thought you were recreating everything <laughs> no. everywhere all at once. <laughs> I've got like three muck mucks now from Vancouver Olympics. I've got one for you and one for Jared. They're sitting on a table. Oh. <laughs> Uh, anyways, where were we? And she turned the lights out on me. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the dog fight. That's what's interesting about his character is that, yes, he is technically a child molester, but he's also not a terrible father in other ways, you know? Like, this on is where you gotta be, Everyone gotta be stop calling defending here. child molesters, everybody. Let's listen. Well, no, it's, it's funny. <laughs> there's a, there's another podcast. Bad. Well, then there's another podcast um, that uh, I listened to that covered the suite here after this past week. And they said the same thing. Like, it, it feels very icky trying to say this, but like, he's not a terrible character. You know, uh, he's he's a decent guy who, what are his motivations? We don't know. It's wrong. It's 100% wrong, but it's like Hitler, right? Like, Hitler, <laughs> I'm sure it's, <laughs> here we go. There we go. Big G17, bingo. <laughs> Sorry, hang on, just, I'm, just, I'm just bracing myself here. The, the cold is going, child molesters are okay. It's kind of like Hitler. He's a decent dude. <laughs> no, but you you got to imagine at some point Hitler helped an old lady cross the street, you know? <laughs> and this is sort of like, yeah, we're seeing like this isn't some evil guy who's like, oh, I had my way with her and now out to the curb, you know? And and part of it is probably guilt on his part. <laughs> Kind of like Hitler, you know. He helps an old lady across the street. Mussolini, Colin, how bad? How good was that guy deep down? Stalin, he was pretty good. I'm sure, Saddam Hussein. I'm sure he would. I'm sure they would paint their daughters' rooms if they didn't like the color. Sure, why not? Bill Cosby, he entertained America for a decade, but he may have done things illegally. Oh, like, Harvey Weinstein produced man, some great right? films. Uh, he absolutely did. He's don't take back that man's Oscars. He did good, solid work. Um, wow. You get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, this isn't a clear cut. This isn't a cut and dry. <laughs> this isn't cut and dry. Literally, this my favorite saying in life is, you get what I'm saying, right? Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I I, I'm, I'm happy to sit here for once and not be digging myself a hole. I'm looking at somebody else. You know, molestation, not, not too bad. He donated to charity. He can touch whatever kids he likes. Good for him. But my point, my long about point of this being we see good things about his character we see bad things about his character but 
technically the only thing that points towards him being a terrible person is that he's in it for the money, which that's the one thing where I'm like, well, this I kind of agree with him with, right? You know, if if Casper got run over by a bus or drowned in a bus or something like that, you know, of course I'm going to be thinking, listen, if not for me, you could put this money away for her future, right? Like I'm not saying Casper's a her, but this is what the dad is thinking, right? Some of this money, I, I doubt all of his motives are, I want money, I want to be rich. It, it has a lot to do with the fact that like, she's going to need things later in life. Will she be able to get I, a job? I, I just can't wait until you find out your neighbor's been sneaking over and kitty fiddling <laughs> Casper. <laughs> you know, like, well, he goes for the Leafs and he goes like, to church. He's all right. Yeah, there, was, there was that one time where, you know, the kids threw their ball in his yard and he threw it back at them and they said, there you go, sugar. sports. <laughs> I'm not condoning anything this guy did. I'm saying... You could have painted him as this evil, evil guy, but instead you mess with the audience <laughs> so, a little bit. You you make them almost feel bad for him at times. Firm Oz Network statement right now. We do not condone child molestation. <laughs> yes. But what Colin says <laughs> might be reasonable. Because you mentioned earlier, it's like the the, the people that would come in and, and do recur. That's, uh, and not to, who was it that said, it might've been actually Ryan that said this. I'm not sure who said it, but I think it was probably Ryan that, or maybe it was somebody who actually wrote about the show, but it, they basically said that Nip Tuck was like the new love boat, that it's really the the, <laughs> the people who come in and work on the show, you know, and, and sort of have their arcs and then move on. Like, that's what makes the show. And, and it was always, uh, and I promise you, I'll get into the, to the, the. You fit in very well on this show, John. This is, this is what we do. It it was always, there was always a buzz about like, who's doing the show, you know, like there, but, but we didn't, we didn't do table reads on the show. And, and so we, um, uh, I I could be wrong, but I think the only table read that we did was literally on the pilot. So you never, yeah. 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 And, and, and I, I, um, so you never knew. Like, I remember going to craft service one day and like Larry Hagman standing there and I was like, Larry Hagman, like, what are you doing here? You know? And, and, uh, and, um, um, and it was, and it was, it was really like that. It was really cool. Now you do know who Suzanne Summers is, right? I am aware of the name. Wasn't she on like some eighties sitcom or something? Well, like there's three's company, which was like a huge, like, the, the Three's Company was basically by the time I was old Tony enough Danza. to watch those shows. No, that was uh, John Ritter. Uh, oh, Tony fuck. Danza oh, was who's the, the boss. Same. That's the thing is they're all the same. <laughs> Can't tell the difference between any of those shows. I was so confident. <laughs> like Tony Danza. Tony Danza. <laughs> You're just like no, John Ritter. <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> Hold me closer, John Rita. <laughs> but like famously, uh Three's Company was like huge. Like it, it had, I think, already been canceled by the time you know I had known the show existed. But uh <laughs> what's this? Come and knock on my door. Da, da, da. Oh, don't do that. I was gonna say that's a show. It's like the show itself is actually funny, but Ever since I was a child, that theme song, it drives me up you the wall. You've like, me before for singing why? that. Yeah, have you? Okay. Because I was going to say, like, everybody everybody <laughs> in my family knows if you want to drive me up the wall, just start singing that song. I'm like, no, shut up. Stop it. <laughs> no. 
And yeah, I, I remember that show, uh, I don't know, maybe about 10 years ago or whatever, we had like the classic TV show networks, which is how I was also able to see Laverne and Shirley for the first time. Uh, I would wait until the credits were over. I would I would start the show and keep it on mute until the credits were over. And then I would watch Three's Company because it's a, it's a good show. But uh... Also, props to Eddie Murphy for his uh, joke recently at the Golden Globes. That was funny. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. Uh, and also, Brendan Fraser, what a man, crying, winning his SAG award or whatever. And the critics Nothing choice. to do with the Golden Globes. It's just as that time of the episode, we have to say props to Brendan Fraser. Oh, he's, it's, it's, he's the man. There's our joke for the year. Props to Brendan Fraser. Yeah, like, props to Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Like on the on off the podium, how we have to give a shout out to the Birmingham Bull uh, every episode. There we go, twenty twenty three. By the way, props to Brendan Fraser uh, for just for being Brendan Fraser. We found it, Colin. We found we our go. thing. Props to Brendan Fraser. Love it. Just to keep on trend of uh, twenty twenty three. It's also very relevant now, based on the last week. Props to Brendan Fraser. Um, yes. Academy Award nominee. Academy Award nominee. Brendan, we did it. We did it on this show. It's down to us. It's the, the Renaissance, as people are calling it, which I'm saying stole that from the Renaissance, but whatever. Um, but yeah. it, it's, it's happening, Colin. He's weeks away from being Academy Award winner, Brendan Fraser. How you, You've seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm seeing it this week. But I've seen it. We're, we're doing our work here, and, and, and Brendan's back. So props to him. How are you feeling? I mean, I could be happier for him. I could be sadder for us, though, because before – all this love for him came about recently. We came pretty close to getting him we for an interview. We were so close. Like people, I don't think people understand <laughs> no how close. No shot anymore. We legitimately reached out to his management and they were like, yeah, absolutely. Like he's a bit busy at the moment filming. Next the- time he's promoting something. <laughs> they, but they were basically like, yeah, touch base in a couple of months. And when he's promoting something, yeah, we can make it happen. So I did. And then basically they're just like, no, thank you. It's like, oh, he's famous <laughs> again now. Like, fuck. <laughs> we had a message like There's a no month time for ago. Us. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, God, like. This man, like, he cried when he got his, what was it, a SAG or a Critics' Choice or whatever yeah. it was, and everybody's talking about that. you got Sarah Michelle Gellar and all these other celebrities are just joining the train. Like, I want to say this, it's great, but where the fuck were you four years ago, Sarah Michelle Gellar, when we were championing him? Now that yeah, he's popular was, again? Yeah. It was us and that Ursula of the Jungle girl on Instagram. We yeah, were fans. <laughs> exactly. So we've been here the whole time on the page of the Renaissance. And now you're all jammed. Oh, look at us. We've always loved Brendan Fraser. Well, you didn't publicly say it. It's a shame on you, yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> always wanted to say that. I like you, Sarah Michelle, but shame on you, Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, watch her new show. Uh, it's it's out now, whatever it's called. But um, <laughs> let's get into it. I also want to say that... Unenthusiastic bug ever. Watch her new show. It's like out now. <laughs> but you Kevin fucking dying. Daddy, I'm scared. Um... <laughs> I feel, I feel bad for these terrorists, not for fucking Kevin. Um, yeah. Shut up, Kevin. Um, <laughs> and as a friendly reminder, props to Brendan Fraser. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> bring, brings brings in there for, uh, you know, uh, shut up, Kevin. Automatically brings to, to what a man. What a, what a Brendan Fraser man. Just everyone take a spare moment of your day to think about Brendan Fraser. And then in the coming weeks, he will be Academy Award winner, Brendan Fraser. Just let that sit. In your psyche. We should live, if that, when that happens, we need, it, it, I'm saying this right now, we, we don't ever do the post-Oscar thing. If there is a post-Oscars, Brendan just won Best Actor. Oh. We need to have, if it's, if it's a 60 minute, everybody, we're all going to join together for 60 seconds to give props to Brendan Fraser as the Best Actor of the Year. I um, will be working that day, Saturday, because obviously it'll be a Monday, and Mondays are generally a pretty busy day. But I'm telling you now, if I can get a lunch break, 
on that day, if I can get a 10-minute thing to watch it, uh, I will oh. Zoom you and you can press record just so we can just... I'll be out in <laughs> the streets in Sydney in fucking Pitt Street Mall screaming at the top of my life, you want a fucking Oscar! <laughs> <laughs> Forget Will Smith last year. I mean, this is going to put that to shame. I just want to put a special friendly note out there. Brendan, I know you're listening because you nearly came on the show, but um, can you not slap anyone beforehand? (laughs) Because we want you to be remembered and people to be like what we should have been doing for Will Smith. And let's be honest, enough times passed. We're trying to bring that back. What we are doing for Will Smith, emotional, happy. He finally won an Oscar. This is different. (laughs) Brendan, don't slap anyone beforehand. (laughs) All right. Don't do it, okay? If it's Kevin, if it's Chris O, whatever, he's like, fucking slap the Chris shit Oliveira, out of him. Chris Oliveira, slap him Slap him. Hard. Grab him, slap him. Max Dawson, you fucking more punch the shit out of that cunt. <laughs> but, like, if it's if it's anybody else, don't slap anyone. No <laughs> slappy Brendan, all right? Definitely don't slap Michelle Yeoh because she oh, will beat you up. She will. She, <laughs> true story. Those uh, musicians at the Golden Globes are dead. Um, when she threatened, <laughs> yes. they haven't been heard from since. Like, I, I'm <laughs> concerned for the violinist at the Oscars. Like, Jimmy Kimmel, he better not wrap up Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> I like Jimmy Kimmel. Um, but I I'm just not- want Michelle Yeoh, now that she knows her power, to go in there and test it. It's like, we are on hour three now. She's filibustering her own Oscar speech. Who dares cut me off here at 11 o'clock? The 11 o'clock news, I dare you to cut me off, okay? I will beat you up. I've seen Denise Richards joke about her role on James Bond. I've seen Halle Berry remember fondly her time. I've not seen any other Bond girl in the history of the James Bond franchise literally threaten to beat someone up and people <laughs> are dead because of that, all right? <laughs> fucking Ringo Starr's wife, what's her face? Like, she's not fucking beating around people. Is she like, God, you know, come on, Ursula Andress. Chris... Chris Rock's just, at this point, happy that he insulted Will Smith's wife cool. and not Michelle Yeoh's husband. Well, John Todd, he's ex-FIA director, boss of, of Ferrari. Jesus Christ. That's the thing. You, I, no one bag out Ferrari. I, I, I heard that, yeah. Jesus, just fucking Michelle Yeoh. That's why we never say bad words about it, because she will kill us. And <laughs> but if I'm being fair, if I was to be murdered by a Hollywood actress, she'd be in my top five. I'd want it to be Michelle Yeoh, yeah. She'd be up there, you know. Anna Damas, you know, probably. Um, Jamie Lee Kurt, all, all Oscar nominees this year, funnily enough. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, what are we up to? Oh, yeah, the action scene. Great action scene. Yes. <laughs> Good action scene. <laughs> and props to Brendan Fraser. Um, <laughs> this is where we get uh, Steppenwolf's first appearance coming through the, the portal here. And, Good band. Uh, great band. Yeah, Canadian <laughs> band. Uh, blind guy singing it. Did you know that? Do now. Is it Belinda Carlisle? <laughs> Belinda Carlisle was also the singer of Steppenwolf back during her blind days. To, to me, she's just, just in everything. Oh, and also just on that topic, by the way, props to Brendan Fraser. Uh, yes. <laughs> just, just, you know, think of Steppenwolf. Almost could have been in Justice League too had he not been uh, uh, cancelled uh, or his film not been cancelled. He's not cancelled. Well, he uh, would never be cancelled. The time of recording this, I'm seeing him tomorrow, um, which I hope he's shirtless oh, in that movie. Is man. he shirtless? Is Jamie like shirtless fat Brendan Fraser? <laughs> like, I don't know. She hasn't seen it yet, but I'm sure she would love is, him. Is, is, he, is he shirtless in this movie? Uh, I honestly don't remember. Well, um, obviously not that impressive that, then. That, that, well, I'm, I'm going to say that's actually how impressive his performance is. You, you, you don't see the weight. You just see the man. His the dick man. is hanging out the whole movie. It's just <laughs> flopping out. There's, well, fuck. Brendan Fraser, you're like, oh, my God, give him an Oscar. That's why he's favorite. He's just, what a boy. I, I haven't seen it yet, but, I mean, just props to him. It's uh, it literally just past midnight at the time recording. Is this me? And I felt like I hadn't propped him all day, and there it is. You got to 
check that box right at the start of the day. And just uh, on that note, props to Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, the one time this year where it'll be appropriate to say. <laughs> just uh, I feel the need that we should probably say that. Also, I'm a bit disappointed. The sign behind me, I actually wanted to write props to Brendan I saw Fraser, that, yeah. but I don't have enough P's. Um, basically, um, so that props, yeah, like I, I didn't have enough, so I had to put "Let's Go," Brendan Fraser. Any D's around? Eh, maybe I could do that, possibly. And <laughs> speaking of sex, props to Brendan Fraser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a man! <laughs> <laughs> you, you get turned on, you think of Brendan Fraser. Let's be honest. Oh, who, at the time of recording this, what are we like two weeks away, three weeks away from Academy <laughs> Award winner Brendan Fraser? Does that bring this? It does. <laughs> um, Sorry, I mean, Duffy. You're right. Again, don't know where I'm going with this point, Colin. Uh, um, shall we just say props to Brendan Fraser to uh, yes, props to Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Get Ben back into line, right? Um, what a man. <laughs> Props to Brendan. Why wasn't he in this movie? He should be. He's you in know, the universe. This is totally uh, off topic here. Someone but, like uh, us. He, he, he recently was, I guess, asked about doing The Mummy 4, and somebody had brought up doing The Mummy 4 with Michelle Yeoh, and he says, yes, I'll do that. I can't Well, hang on, hang on. Can I be back up? Michelle Yeoh was there, ever. forcing her hand, like, say, you'll do it with <laughs> exactly. me, or I'll kill you. <laughs> I will beat you up if I'm not in The Mummy 4. Can you imagine, like, a year ago, if you said we want to make the mummy four with Brendan Fraser or with Michelle Yeoh, nobody's buying it. Now it'll happen. It will happen just because somebody asked in an interview and these two people are beloved. It's going to happen now. So props to Brendan Fraser, props to Michelle Yeoh, props to everybody but Jay, Jai Courtney. Just think in 10 years time when we're going to get the massive like mummy seven starring Kevin Spacey and Bill Cosby, everyone will be like, <laughs> wow, what a comeback. Um, <laughs> not comparing them, but like, you know, stranger things, I guess, of a, uh, Happened and it does on Netflix, available now. I don't know, like The Rock, like, yeah, it was 2022 the year that The Rock and Will Smith both were like, hey, and then, oh, now we're in a, Brendan Fraser. Props to him, by the way. Uh, he yeah, has props taken, to Brendan Fraser. <laughs> he has taken over. He's combined Will Smith and The Rock as the coolest guy in Hollywood. Yes, and soon to be Academy Award winner, Brendan oh, Fraser. Days away now, come and, on. Oh, and now Michelle Yeoh is saying she wants to be in a fourth Mummy movie with him. Oh. Like the stars are did you, aligning. Did you just not see the, the, the Oscars like lunch they had the other day and that yeah. massive photo and like little, little Tom Cruise? Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Putting his <laughs> hand around people, a touchy feely there, Tom Cruise. But just like everybody in that photo, like, what a party that would be! Imagine walking around with your little like hors d'oeuvres and your little cocktail. Like, g'day, Tom. How you doing? Oh, excuse me, Michelle. Michelle, how are you? Oh, sorry, <laughs> Brendan. Brendan, hi. Over to you, Brendan. <laughs> Just, you know, casually walking around the room. Steven, oh, how are you, Steven? Oh, Steven Spielberg. Stevie, oh, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> haven't seen you in a while. Hey, where's Will Smith? I missed last year's show. Where yeah, is where, he? Where He's got to oh, be here, right? Oh, orcs. Awkward. What happened? What? <laughs> what? No, no, not Will Jamie. Smith. <laughs> Jamie Lee. Sorry. Oh, Jamie Lee. Yeah, J- Jamie's there. Well, she's stalking she's there. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm stalking Tom Cruise. I'm, the, I'm their single. You've got to bring Jamie with you. At least I can get with yeah. Tom Cruise. You know he yeah, would get well, with me because he is gay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Happy Pride. Um, <laughs> Happy World Pride, everyone in Sydney, by the way. Tom Cruise on a float, I think. Uh, so get on board. Get on board the Tom float. Choo-choo. <laughs> choo-choo. A float goes choo-choo? Hi, I'm Tom Cruise and I'm a float. Choo-choo. <laughs> a lot of people worked really hard on building this float and making it go choo-choo. I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't go choo-choo, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Even though she was terrible. And she waited She waited till after class. 
Yeah. <laughs> did I say the words wet vagina? Did you I did. actually say uh, that? <laughs> and on that note, props to Brendan Fraser. Uh, yes. Oh, he yeah. gives me a wet vagina. Um, <laughs> yep. We're, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Uh, you're going to be able to tell if these episodes are recorded out of sequence. If he loses the Oscar and we're still saying props to Brendan Fraser, it means we we haven't we've recorded and haven't seen it yet. I'm worried about that. Well, I, I'm going to make sure that we, because uh, often I will keep an eye on when this episode is going out. And I can tell you this episode is going out a couple weeks before the Oscars. But like when it gets to that point, if we're recording before the Oscars, maybe we'll just have to do an Atlanta Falcons moment yeah. and just go <laughs> back in and dub it over or something. The Oscars, that's right. We cancelled the Oscars. It's up to us who gives the best picture out and all that kind of fun stuff. But we're back to finally give it because Brendan Fraser is going to win an Oscar. And props to Brendan Fraser. There we go. We've ticked it off the list already. I'm pulling for this to win, like everything it can win. Just quickly, because uh, we're nearly out of time. Props to Brendan Fraser. Oh, we even mentioned him several times. How did it take this long? I know. Look, short round from Indiana Jones, data from the Goonies, child actor, child icon, hadn't acted since, I think, Encino Man with, by the way, props, Brendan Fraser. Hey, uh, there last, he is. I think that was his last action film or last acting, uh, major acting movie he did. Oh, I can't stop talking about this movie. I love it. I want, right now, I want this to win just on the basis that this is just so <laughs> fucking good. It won't win. But if this one, I might be as happy, if not happier, then props to Brendan Fraser winning Oscar because I love this movie. Uh, put, the, put I Brendan think... Fraser in Top Gun 3. <laughs> Come on. I want to see him. But I don't know with props to Brendan Fraser. And, and once again, let's mention it. Props to Brendan Fraser. But can I just go on a limb and say props to Lady Gaga? Because yeah. so now Loki season two, simply because it was already filmed, is probably going to be one of only two TV shows we're going to get within the next year or two. Speaking of Batgirl, props to Brendan Fraser, SAG Award yeah. <laughs> winner Brendan Fraser this week. Congratulations, uh, Brendan, for, for getting up there. And uh, I was getting a bit worried. He hadn't won an award in a while. He was sort of falling off, but he got a SAG, so that's all that matters, right? I may <laughs> kill a donkey. I don't know. Um, oh, <laughs> too soon after the Banshees have been a shearer. No, not donkey. <laughs> oh, poor donkey. That's sad. Don't eat fingers, donkey. Um <laughs> That's a sentence I never thought I'd be saying on the show. Um, like, props to Brendan Fraser, um, because we haven't said that yet in this episode, and it's law. You have to. Otherwise, a donkey eats a finger. Um, or do we have to say, donkey? Go, donkey. donkey. Oh. It's just it's just enjoyable. It's And it's, it is one of these years where it's kind of like, obviously, we're all like, Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser, and props to Brendan Fraser, by the way. <laughs> but, like, this is another one where it's kind of like, Colin Farrell's so good in this movie. I just, I'm sad that he... You know what I mean? He might win. I might jinx this right now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I just, sorry, breaking news. An evening with President Obama in Australia. Oh, I might have Just an evening? Yeah, just an evening. I know. <laughs> I want more with you, President Obama. Sorry. Uh, distracted by his beautiful smile. But I it's love not it. Joe Biden. Go! He's a winner. Oh, close enough. <laughs> Hang on. No, I've got it. I know I have it. God damn it. I should be paying more attention, but it's on. Six days. Keep, keep stalling people. The sixth day Prop, of the Oscar bomb. Props to Brendan Fraser. Props to Brendan Fraser. What a uh, man. Um, <laughs> I know I have it on here. For fuck's sake, I put it on here and I'm annoying the shit out of me. I'm reading all these. Oh, there we go. Say it again. Just, uh, it is our sixth day. Yeah, we got there eventually. Doodle about Michelle Yo, about, well, not Brendan Fraser, but props to him because we need to mention that right now because, again, it's always law. Essentially trying to cancel people's ability to do Brendan Fraser 
by the way, props to Brent Fraser. Um, <laughs> props to him. Uh, he played a fat man, and he's not a fat man. Please tell me you're buying this. Well, before I tell you my answer, one thing that I definitely would buy is Brendan Fraser, and props oh. to that man, <laughs> because we're nearly at the end of this, and we haven't said it. Uh, absolutely buying it, yes. Speaking of famous, props to Brendan Fraser. And yes. if there was any man who was going to win a war, it would be him. He would just <laughs> walk out there and be like, Ukraine, Russia, I'm Brendan Fraser. And like, I'll oh, put your guns down. He's an, he's an international treasure. Don't shoot Brendan. <laughs> Ten day streak nearly over. So uh, we're only a few days away from Brendan maybe winning. <laughs> Come on, Brendan. You can do it. Stop saying maybe. You're going to jinx it. <laughs> From the Brendan Fraser. confidence. From the Brendan Fraser. You can do it, Brendan. Fucking do it. Uh. The character of Elvis is great. Austin Butler is fantastic. And again, if props to Brendan Fraser doesn't win, then I'm going to be glad if Austin, well, maybe not glad, but I'll be happier than other people would win this. Well, let's uh, take away from the other people. The point is, if Brendan doesn't win and he loses Austin, I'll get over it in a couple of weeks. All, all the props to Baz Luhrmann and Austin Butler figuring out how to pull that up where other biopics couldn't. And also props to Brendan Fraser for pulling that off because I'm sure Ooh. he had a part in it. Well, I just thought you were talking a little bit there about tying private parts up and then props to Brendan Fraser. So, um, you know, why not? Actor. Oh. So this is the big one. Austin Butler for Elvis. Oh. Colin Farrell for Banshees of oh. Ed Sheeran. Paul Mescal for After Sun. And Bill Nighy for Living. Did I miss anybody in there? Um, no. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. What do we uh, do? Oh. I mean, I... I'm... I'm picking I'm, him. I'm just saying it now. I'm picking him. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and I'm conf I'm confident in picking him too. Uh, does Austin Butler need this for his first film? Like this, this will come down to. I'm not saying it's right or wrong because, like I said, I don't like the idea of let's award this franchise because you know we loved all the films that came before it. Award this director because of his body of work. Uh, award this person because we like the celebrity they did an impression of. But this is a case where I think a lot of it will come down to we really want to give this boost to a guy who's put in so many decades worth of hard work and taken so much abuse versus Austin Butler, who came out with really a breakthrough role with this incredible performance, but maybe he'll have a shot down the road. Was he I, I'm June actually kind part of on the two, apparently. Yeah. Well, but I, here's the thing. I'm kind of on the fence. I don't know whether Austin Butler is going to be one of these guys who maybe washes out and never, you know, gets his success. Is he going to be a Marissa Tomei, somebody who wins an Oscar at a very young age and then isn't taken seriously and has kind of made a joke and then manages to come back? Maybe. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we don't really know. I'm not confident this guy's going to be the next big star. I'm confident he was incredible in Elvis. But I think that Brendan Fraser is a guy that people criticize for so long and now they're realizing, well, we really shouldn't have. He was really good. And now he has this performance that just... You could t strip everything else away and still be confident this performance could win if it was any other actor performing it. But it is Brendan Fraser, and he is like the man of the hour. I did tell that story before about how I remember when Crash won the Oscar, and again, we're the defenders of Crash. I saw a lot of videos this week bagging out Crash's wins still. Um, but I remember getting excited for the fact that Brendan Fraser was in an Academy Award-winning film. Like I, That was back in 2005. Yeah. I was like, wow, Brendan Fraser's in an Academy. Even Sandra Bullock back then. These are like two people now who could we would literally could be talking about Sandra Bullock, Brendan Fraser, both Academy Award winners. And back Candy then, Newton, Matt yeah. Dillon got nominated for that movie. Did a he? lot of people who shouldn't be in it. Yeah, was um Terrence Howard seen that movie? Yeah. As well? Oh yeah, Terrence Howard. Yeah, he yeah. played uh, uh, uh it was the the famous death scene. Yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch it again. I know I've said that plenty of times, but I just remember watching that film. Like, I love this film. Anyway, um, it just 
feel like him. Like, I think it was the Elvis episode when we were looking at the Austin Butler odds, where we discovered that Brendan Fraser was in the conversation. And there are, there are just some actors and actresses that you just love and that them winning would make you so happy. Like Natalie Portman, for obvious reasons for me, I remember back when Eddie Murphy was nominated, I was following that. Like you just, there are certain years you follow closer than you usually do because you were so rooting for an actor or an actress. Yeah. I was so disappointed when Eddie Murphy didn't win that year. I, I was so mad. Glenn Close, recent examples, obviously as well. But then you look at, again, not popular to say this, less than 12 months on, but Will Smith winning was right up there. You know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Leo fan. So I was, I was one of those people who was like, yay, Leo, good, good for you. And like, there are just some people that just kind of bridge those excitement levels of that. And just Brendan Fraser is up there. Like, I, I think it'd be between him and like Kevin Bacon and like Tobey Maguire, just like people who, Kevin Bacon never nominated for an Oscar, by the way. Absolute fucking travesty. He's always makes those top 10 actors never to be nominated for an Oscar list. Like, but anyway, Jeff Goldblum, people like that who would like, get nominated and I would just die inside a happy man. But Brendan Fraser, holy fuck. Like, this is just, I like, we have never planned to do like a live reaction. So we're just going to be live, but like, I'll be working. I'm, I'm obviously in Australia. The Oscars for us are like Monday lunchtime. That's generally when they're on. So like, I think this will get nominated, uh, you know, announced about two o'clock in the afternoon while I'm at work. I will be watching this and I don't care if they want to put on whatever they want. I'm like, fuck off. Brendan Fraser's getting like you, whatever. And I'm going to run out of that building and I'm going to get on. You have to record it because I'll be at work and <laughs> like, just something. And if he doesn't, I'll probably cry. Uh, <laughs> and if he does, I will cry because this man was nearly an old network guest. We made him a thing. He's now <laughs> too big to appear on this show because of us, literally because he's fat and whale. But like, it's just, oh, Colin. We're days away. We gave him a month before anybody oh. wanted to even talk about it. We gave him a month because he was still a joke. Was he a our couple first month? Ago. Renee Russo was our first act, like individual. I think we month. did. Yeah, we might have done Renee first, but uh, yeah. But th- there's another one. She'll be nominated next year, thanks to us. Uh, they come in waves. Uh, we may have live reaction to being very happy or not happy over a certain person winning an Oscar, so that's why I like... By the way, props to Brenda Fraser, one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to our post-2023 Academy Awards recap podcast, which let's just call it post Brenda Fraser winning Best Actor! Yeah! We did it. We, we did, did it. it. He we didn't thank us or anything. Oh. <laughs> I didn't watch. I haven't even heard what he said yet. So I just assumed he did. So, well, oh. screw you, Brendan Fraser. No props <laughs> to you anymore. Um, I mean, we, we, I, I, here's the funny thing. Would we even be recording this if he didn't win? I don't know. But there's so many oh. other fun things that happened during the ceremony that uh, I think uh, we're, we're very happy about. But most importantly, let's say it now. Props to Academy Award winner, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yes. Props to Brendan Fraser. I got to say that um, we've never done a post-reaction once before because I don't think we've ever been this excited for anyone. Maybe last year had we been doing it properly with Will Smith, but that would have been awkward. But, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm literally at work. I was sitting in a meeting basically in the midst of everybody talking. I literally sat there and put my fist up in the air. Everybody sort of stopped and looked at me like, Ben, what's happened? And I'm like, Brendan Fraser, that's what an Oscar. I'm like, continue. Um, and I'm like, I'm literally sitting there watching it, a mute shaking. My hand is shaking. I'm having to put it on the table. I'm like, 
and all, I got it muted. So I'm literally looking at like Halle Berry's lips and I'm pretty sure like the way she sort of looked over at Jessica Chastain and was kind of like, hmm. And then I saw like the, the mouth of Brendan Fraser and I saw his reaction and I just, I wanted to cry right oh. then and there. But, oh, what a it moment. A we did it. Moment. It's all down to us. Okay, just saying, we did this. Renee Russo, next year, you're welcome. Some of these shots on her website are very distracting. I'm going to close this website right She's now. She's a uh, very attractive woman. Marissa Nickel. Um, so great Peter Sutherland, uh, an attractive man. Peter McNichol? M- hang on, Marissa Nickel and Peter McNichol. Oh, they should have a baby. They could be McNichol McNichol. So Peter McNichol Nick- is Nickel, bas- Nickel McNichol. <laughs> Peter, Peter McNichol, basically. So Marissa Nichols is the Burger King and Peter McNichol is McDonald's. <laughs> Um, it, they could they could get married and hyphenate their names and they could both be Peter Mc- Nickel McNichol and Marissa Nickel McNichol. I'm Marissa Nichols McNichol. Yeah, okay. Didn't it sounds like, like a burger. Didn't like my McDonald's McNichol. joke. <laughs> now available at McDonald's, I'm Peter McNichol. <laughs> With extra pickle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you earned it. <laughs> so come give it a tickle. <laughs> Don't be fickle. <laughs> trickle, uh, trickle. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to fit sickle in there. I'm just thinking about other words. <laughs> uh, anyways, so... Um... Like, again, like, I've known escorts. I've had conversations with them. And I legitimately know escorts who have like, I wanted to do it. I like sex and I want money and it's a great industry and I enjoy it. That's They're how a... we used to get female oslets. Exactly. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, that was a secret. Sorry, Kate. Sorry, and Kate. some male. <laughs> Hello, Noah. Um, <laughs> but like, did you just call Kate a prostitute? <laughs> Sorry, Whoa. Kate. I apologize. No, no, no. I was, the apology, <laughs> the apology was I'm not implying you're a prostitute, Kate. That no, apology was you are with not. Heather. I'm not offended that you offend her. I don't know uh, if she's making money in that trade, but... Oh, hell no. Uh, the apology was... Kate, I don't want you to hang up on me again. I took enough wow. abuse. The apology was you are not a prostitute. I, I That was a joke. It was not intended towards you, Kate. Damn. Uh, <laughs> poor Kate. I could have listed at least three other of our... We only had four female Ozzets, I think. But, um, you know... I mean, Kate had the experience. She could have made some money, but she didn't. What do you mean she had the experience? What level are you talking about? We we, we talked about this recently. There was nobody on the uh, the Survivor Oz who was dirtier than Kate on the air. (laughs) You were just talking about there's no one in Survivor who didn't sleep with Kate. Like, what are you implying? (laughs) You're twisting everything around here. Kate's going to come down and kill me. I think she is. Um, I'm afraid of Kate. I'm putting this on the best of now so she might hear it. Oh, no, Kate. <laughs> Kate, I never said it. Am I just meant to mask your voice right now all of a sudden and be like, <laughs> I didn't say it. My name is Troy. Well, I took a direction. That man's a prostitute. Whoa. Dirty bugger. Troy. Um, But, like, no, what I'm trying to say is that, like, it, 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 I think it's betrayal of prostitution is done in a, a tame manner. Like it's kind of what I was trying to imply in showgirls about the stripping industry. Like these are industries that always just have such a negative connotation. And yes, they're mm. a neg- like, that's where I like, I agree with what you're trying to do with racism, but I can't find a positive, uh, you know, connotation for racism. Well, those South Africans, they sure <laughs> did it right. Um, but like, Oh, God. There's a quote that I'm glad I don't have to get isolated from. (laughs) Tate Donovan, what a man. We've said this before, but uh, 
Who would you rather go on a, a man date with, Tate Donovan or Pedro Pascal? Oh, it's got to be Pedro now, right? Yeah, but t- Tate, that's a tough one. Can I take them both? <laughs> Can I double date? <laughs> like, I don't know. That'd you be- would need another person for that to be double date. I think you're talking about a threesome. <laughs> I'd, I'd bring uh, Gal Gadot on, you know? <laughs> sure. There she is. Hello, Gal. Would you like to... Is Gal short for something? Like Gallimimus or something? Like I, <laughs> I don't know. Gallimimus good though. It's apparently not. Apparently not. I mean, I, I, no disrespect to Israeli names. I just, I just like <laughs> Natalie Portman was born in Israel, but I don't know if Natalie's a very uh, Israeli name. But like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like Gal, it's Gallimimus good though. It's a nice name, but I just I don't know if it's short for something. Um, it's not. Um, so short for what a gal? Well, that's the thing. Like, is it a derogative name? Like, you're a gal. You're my number one gal. <laughs> like, God, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna have a daughter and call it Gallimimus. Uh, <laughs> Gallimimus Waterworth. And then, you, then I expect to have uh, Tim Murphy Gala. Gala, Gallimimus. <laughs> Gala, Gallimimus. <laughs> that's every that's every single time that uh, Joseph Mazzello meets Gal oh. Gadot. Gal, yep. Gala, Gallimimus. <laughs> Can we just point out on this day of recording the big casting announcement from How the Mighty Have Fallen? 20 years ago, who was one of the biggest names in television on one of the biggest TV shows out there? The hottest thing in Hollywood, Misha Barton. What a oh, name, yeah. <laughs> huge star, like household name, gracing the covers of all the gossip magazines. Like she was the next big thing. She's in Notting Hill when we do Notting Hill this year. She's in Notting Hill. Like big household name. The big casting today is Misha Barton is in Neighbours. <laughs> I literally thought it was April 1st. I'm literally like, no. Like, the main four from that show, Benjamin McKenzie went on to do Southland, Gotham, like so many big shows. Rachel Bilson, the Hollywood movie. She was doing Eddie Sibrian in that take two. She was married to uh, Jane Christensen. Christensen. Like, I mean, come on, you know, and then even freaking Adrian Brody married to uh, Leighton Meester. Adrian, Adrian Adrian Brody. Adam Brody. <laughs> <laughs> he was Oscar winner, you know, similar person. But like, you know, Shazam. all the big things they've gone on to do and Misha Barton. Uh, since leaving the Hollywood Correctional <laughs> Facility for dope, is in Neighbours. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's just a sh- sign of the pulling power Neighbours now has because they've been signed up by Amazon that next week we're going to have Sean Astin in Neighbours. <laughs> like, I mean, like this is always that thing when you look at an Australian actor, they started in Neighbours. Like, Russell Crowe started in Neighbours. Like, freaking Mar- Margot Robbie's going to be in Neighbours like as a permanent star again next week now that Misha Barton's there. Like, what's going on? Even Brady Corbett's not <laughs> demeaning himself to go on Neighbours now. Even freaking like Will Asties or whatever his name was. Like they're not going. <laughs> Will Asties and Josh Dallas don't even resort to Neighbours. Like, like I know this. Like, like I like Misha Barton, but I feel bad for her. Like she can't be doing that bad in life that she has to go on to Neighbours. Like, I, I, I don't. Like, what was it? It was a couple years ago. I mean, maybe it's because she's dried out. She's sober and <laughs> clean now. But, like, she definitely looks like she's gained a little bit of her youth back after, what, like, 10 years ago, looking like she was 50. Well, like, you think... Probably of, surgery. I'm thinking about that show, right? I need to rewatch The O.C. Because who does... Uh, Maria, Misha Barton's mother, Julie Cooper, marry? Mm. 
Alan Dale, famous oh, from Neighbours. <laughs> so like, Neighbours Alan Dale made it big in the US by going on to shows such as The O.C., and Bishop Barton has come full circle. So her father-in-law on that show, a man who was seen as a talking ghost in a rearview mirror, is now like Bishop Barton is on that. It's just so bad. It feels like I actually want to watch it now. I just, I honestly feel so bad for Bishop Barton. She could win but at a least Loki. she's working though. She, she's she's getting the paycheck. She's I, able to get off food stamps. I'm saying this right now. 2024 Gold Logie winner will be Misha Barton. <laughs> I still love that they're called the Logies. That's the most Australian award ever. Like the, the big award of the Logie is the Gold Logie, the most popular personality on Australian television. Misha Barton will win that now. Like she has to. I'm voting for her. Misha Barton. Neighbours. <laughs> oh my god next next thing because i know matthew fox is doing an australia tv show <laughs> big casting for neighbors <laughs> matthew fox I mean, all the best australians move on but like at least like when dominic monaghan came to australia to do a tv show he did like a network like cop show at least when freaking emily deraven came back she did like a mystery drama set in the outback where she had like one scene but she still at least did something decent like if you're gonna get misha barton like do it for something decent like they got Orlando bloom for that ned kelly movie with heath ledger like i mean for god's sakes is, isn't she doing the podcast, the, the OC podcast now? Is she? I mean, probably. I thought she She's was. She's doing the yeah. Oz Network next week. She's on fucking Neighbours. <laughs> oh, we gotta give, let's just come up with an offer. We will give you an autograph picture of Connie Britton kissed with lipstick by Ben Waterworth if you will come on the Oz Network. We don't even have anything to talk. We haven't covered anything you've been in. I actually re- that's, that's your payment. I re- no, my payment will be I'll get it signed by Misha Barton. She's available. I just go to <laughs> Melbourne. She'll be on the strand. G'day, Misha. Shay, how are you doing? Like, there she is. 20 years ago. Like, seriously, like, the next big thing in Hollywood is yeah. now on Neighbours. <laughs> it just doesn't compute with me. There's just something off about that. Next thing they're going to turn around and say, Natalie Portman in Home and Away. Uh, oof, that's only up the road from me. I'm going. That, that would be a step up from her recent films. <laughs> hey, don't you diss Home and Away like that. <laughs> Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I love that movie. And all of a sudden, you got really excited talking to me about Treed Murray. Still waiting for you to come on the show, Aaron Ashmore, like you said you would on Twitter. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, lying <laughs> Hollywood people. What are they like? <laughs> what are they, on strike uh, or something? <laughs> Which, can we just oh. point out, who is the president and leading the charge for the strikers? The Fran Drescher. We could, Fran we could get her back on. We could. We got her on to talk about her cancer charity. We could definitely get well, her on to talk allowed, about a strike. They're not allowed to do interviews, though. Like the strike. Like no interviews? Well, I, I don't know if that's just purely on, like, promoting films, but they're not We're allowed. not real media. <laughs> Touche. In what world is anybody going to object to the being on the Oz Network? <laughs> Solid point. I think Colin wins. Colin just wins it podcasting right there. That's, um, there you go. But you're welcome, world, that... Because I love all these people who are like, oh, I didn't know Fran Drescher was still a thing. And, oh, Fran Drescher, she's the perfect person to lead a union. I'm like, um, hello, the Oz Network. We knew she was a silver thing 18 months ago. So we can kill people and we can make people a thing. You're welcome. We got her to say Bond, James Bond, and she got elected president of SAG. <laughs> exactly. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, 
you know how like on off the podium, you basically have that as like the tag on your email or you'll start every email. We are the award-winning podcast of the best Olympic podcast, sports podcast awards. We just need to put that for the Oz network. It's like, <laughs> it's not real media. <laughs> not real media. Trust me. And, and we'll tag at the end of this episode about an episode that we've got coming this Saturday. But I have had to deal over the last month with uh, several agencies <laughs> based in Hollywood it is an interesting time to deal with them, to try and sell them the concept of this little plucky podcast to bring on <laughs> esteemed people like Ryan Murphy onto a podcast that no one even listens to. So um, Struggle to get Ryan Phillippe at this point. <laughs> oh, what a man. Come on. In all fairness, Ryan Phillippe keeps like contacting us. Can I host your podcast? I need a career resurgence. <laughs> no, Ryan. No. Bad Ryan. Um. We probably should get back into the movie here. Oh, that's uh, what we're doing. So, him and his brother and his brother's wife, there's a cool altercation. You know, he's basically hung there. And again, like the quirkiness where his brother's hideout is like an old movie theater, a rundown, dilapidated movie theater. And they got Woody Woodpecker showing. Uh-huh, uh-huh, now, we got to be really careful watching this because if our kids are upstairs going to bed and they hear Woody Woodpecker, they will come running down the stairs because they love Woody 100%. Woodpecker. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as that came up, I'm like, oh, we got to let's hope that there's no more Woody Woodpecker scenes in episodes two and three. Now, the B plot of this is with the police. And yeah, there's more like there's only a couple scenes. You get this female detective and she's obviously sleeping with a married male detective. Uh, they're both working these cases, but you get that he has some knowledge of what the Continental is and the secret assassins world. And she doesn't. So she's, can, can I also say I was not expecting that like fully nude sex scene? Yeah, it was pretty graphic. It's not what you even the John Wick movies don't include that. <laughs> I, mean, uh-huh. I mean, I I I won't complain, but I mean <laughs> that I was not expecting it. Yeah, yeah. So again, be careful that the kids aren't coming out. Let's just hope Woody Woodpecker isn't uh, playing in the background if they do any more scenes like that. <laughs> um, but uh, well, somebody's pecker was showing. Okay, okay, okay. No, okay, no, you didn't see his pecker. You just saw okay, breasts. Anyways, you saw breasts. Uh, anyways, that's a warning yes. for anybody who's who's watching it with children. There are breasts. I, I'm assuming if they're still listening at this point that they've seen the show and you don't have to warn them. But anyway, breasts, breasts. <laughs> We're just trying to say it and draw it out. How many more dr- breasts? Breasts. Firm and plump breasts. (laughs) That's all you see, though. You don't see any, you know, any any private parts or anything like that. No ball sack. Breasts. (laughs) I was watching the whole two episodes that they had released, and I'm like, I know one complaint that you would have. What? That there's not enough hotties for you. I'm not as superficial as you, though. There's not enough eye candy for Colin. Yeah, but I'm not superficial like you. Hey, you know what? I'm not too superficial. I just sat and watched through the the whale. (laughs) No, and listen... First of all, Brendan Fraser in a 400-pound fat suit is still the most beautiful creature in the universe. Listen, listen. No, I will will be the first one to admit, I, I don't care if you're talking about his younger days, like The Mummy or whatever, where most people know him from, or even after when he was out of the public eye for a little bit and he had put on a little bit of weight... Like he he is a good looking man. Not a man. No, but they they went out of their way to make him look a little bit grotesque and, in and that movie. You could just look tell by looking at the guy that he hasn't had a, a a proper shower or a bath in God knows how long, and he's talking about like the mold in between his fat flaps and like right, his so rashes I love that you're and his to, scabs. You're trying to sell that you're not superficial. Like I'm not superficial. I watched the whale. <laughs> okay, but I am superficial though because like I. I 
I, I won't watch certain things if there's certain people that you, are that are ugly. You also told me earlier this afternoon, you know one problem with this episode of The Continental? I said, what? You said, not enough Keanu. Yeah. Um, all right, so I love this episode. I bought last week. I'm buying this one. And if I'm ranking these episodes, I'm going to rank this one as number one right now, even over episode one. But uh, what are you going to do with this? I mean, I'd watch it again if I had to actually watch through, through all them to try to figure out something I missed. I mean... Is it something I'm going to watch through probably like, you know, five or six times? Probably not. I just literally finished binging um, all five seasons of Hadmaid's Tale again. What did it take you, a week and a half? Like, you have so much time. <laughs> no, it took me more than a week and a half. But that that's all I was watching like every spare second. And now I'm listening to a bunch of audio books and stuff like that from the library. Okay, but but I have... I'm, I'm, I'm improving my brain. <laughs> I'm very smart. That's I just, why you're no longer superficial. I'm very, you, you improve your brain by reading and you watch the whale. I'm very, very intelligent. Cultured. I, I just pretend to be dumb because then I can be lazy. <laughs> it's smart. Going back to the, the whole thing with what Capitol Hill, the beginning of uh, this year. Did Trump specifically tell anybody that they should do this? No. Is he still to be held accountable for the way he implied certain things? That's Assad. Assad still should be accountable Beginning for some of, of what's gone year. down. Colin, that was like two yeah, and a half years ago. No, was it at the beginning of 2023? No, I was still in Canada when that happened. <laughs> when, when, did, when did the election happen? The, the election happened in 2020. 2020. Where am I right now? What you, year is where this? Where are you? Have you just like been watching Back to the Future? Hey, remember that time when the president got assassinated in Dallas? That was last week, wasn't it? <laughs> Remember when it's Lincoln's birthday speaking, which was so sad that he got shot in that movie theater yesterday. Oh, and I can't wait for that new movie, The Rise of Skywalker, to come out. They're going to totally redeem Palpatine and explain how he's back. Are you talkies are coming out next week? I can't wait for that. Back, regardless. <laughs> Colin remembers history. of time. A random Facebook comment. Um, yes. Um, people were still talking about the elevator thing, and someone commented... <laughs> Do you think Bill will address the walk down versus zip line and elevator issue next episode? Does Phil have a blog? I would be very interested in his thoughts. <laughs> yeah, what's Phil's version of the, um, uh, what's Jeff's podcast called? On Fire or whatever? What's Phil's mm-hmm. version of that? Mm, on foot, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he, he takes an elevator. It wouldn't be on foot. Um, I love to see how anyway. they blog. Like, who has a blog anymore? Phil. That would be a Phil thing. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I would read it if he had a blog. This is where he does his job well. Because I'll say, I have the same feelings about Greg Kinnear. Like, having seen these movies around the same time. And I love Greg Kinnear. Like, Greg Kinnear, we'll talk about it next week. Oh! Oh, is Steve Harwell dead? What is no. the look of shock on your face? Even better. <laughs> Even better than Steve Harwell died? I can't wait to hear this news. So hang on, sorry. I just had a red thought. I'm like, Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton ever been in a movie together? They have! In a movie called Brain Dead. Why have we never done that before? <laughs> From 1990, starring Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. There you go. I'm I'm dying <laughs> to see it now. <laughs> hey, too soon. Leave Steve out of this. <laughs> sorry, but um, like, come on, that's like a mind-blowing thing. <laughs> Who do you prefer, Bill but, but, Paxton or Bill Pullman? Bill Paxton, <laughs> hands down, Bill Paxton. Uh, and again, I, I don't decide. mind Bill. Like 
I, I, I get Bill Pullman more now, but it, like with Greg Kinnear, it's very similar. Like I was a big Greg Kinnear fan before he even started acting because he used to have a, a talk show that was on. It was basically Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, and then Greg Kinnear. Did he have a talk and show? I used to love. love yeah, Greg he, he had the what later became the Carson Daly show, which yeah, was like the, the late, late, late night show. But uh, I used to love that Greg Kinnear show. And then he did as good as it gets. And he was amazing in that movie. I'd argue he's better in that movie than even Jack Nicholson or Helen Hunt. But then you get You've Got Mail, where, again, he's playing the same character. He's playing, like, nicest guy in the world, but he, like, he's a bit of a dweeb. He's, he's he's you know, kind of quirky and and not, not he's he's the type of guy you'd want to take home to mom, but you're probably not actually excited to be with, you know? Ben That's Waterworth. the point of the character. He's Ben Waterworth, right. <laughs> so I have to imagine Coffee Guy got a hangnail or something like that, or his coffee, I don't know, had one too many sugars in it, something like that. Um, the but, like... Diarrhea. <laughs> like like gluten. There you go. Thank two. You. <laughs> the wet one. I don't think you can do two at a time, can you? Whoa. Can I do no, three at a time? Just oh, just, can I do like all six? On. Hang on. <laughs> can you do all those at the same time with no going, no, no, no? That's on a different page, but I can do like, I've got so on this page, I've got six parts of the Jeopardy theme and Colin's tantrum. I'm telling you right now, I want to know where that is because I want to record it and see it. <laughs> oh, God. I might be able to do, um, what do I have? No. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> this is too much. No, no, no. <laughs> One more. <laughs> <laughs> That's epic gluten. <laughs> wow. And I'm I'm done my dinner. So uh, <laughs> it's <a> chorus. <laughs> that somebody requires surgery after they fart. They've been making too many wishes on the wishing stone. <laughs> Oh my lord! Oh my max lord! Um, this, is, <laughs> this is oh god! I need to, I need to know now that I can do multiple combinations. <laughs> did you wish for that on a stone before this episode? Oh, I think I did. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so Indy's now sulking. He's got the monkey with him. He's sad. Got a monkey um, on his back. <laughs> it's a winner. Oh, that's not the right one. There you go. Hang on. He's hey, got a monkey on his back. There we go. But it was a winner, so it was appropriate. Boys. Thank you. Thank you for that, uh, <laughs> And speaking of shit, Max Dawson. It's been a while. I uh, thought you're gonna have the fart effect there. You could do both. I'm not doing that again. That joke Max is... Dawson. Uh, anytime the name is said, Max Dawson. <laughs> there we go. Finally got to it. Uh, it's that so... wet one. <laughs> that one. That's. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Is, that was the sound. That was the sound of Harrison Ford right after they finished filming with the stunt guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's just so wet. It starts. Steven, I I can't do the sword fight. (laughs) It starts off like so normal, but then it's just got his follow sloppiness afterwards. (laughs) It's like you just need a tissue.
<laughs> you need a roll. I hate it when people say farts are lowest corn form of denominator. It's not funny. Farts are hilarious. Like, how is that not funny? People are sitting here for like an hour and a half going, oh, God, the Oz Network. Here we go again. But as soon as I do this, they're laughing. Simple. Uh, well, Casper's finally at the age where he's discovered toilet humor is funny. Um, not so much fart. Like, <laughs> he farts. I'm like, Casper, you farted. He likes to call us on that. When he does it, he'll fart. And he'll be like, Mommy, you farted. <laughs> like, no, you didn't, Casper. Does anybody in the room be like, seriously, it wasn't me. <laughs> I always stand by the fact that you know you're in love with a person or comfortable around a person when you can openly fart in front of them. That's that's the sign <laughs> you know what? that you are, uh, everything's out the table at that point. That, that makes me sad about my parents because I remember my mom saying that, like, up until my dad died, she never farted in front of him. She <laughs> would always leave the room if she had to. Well, was she farting <laughs> in front of people on the foot of cars? in the paradise by the dashboard yeah. line. Oh, literally anybody else she was ever with. I, that, that's the way my Aww. mom tried to explain it. It's like, oh, your dad was the one because I would never fart in front of him. She would fart in front of everybody. She would introduce herself to people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there are some people though who are a little bit too comfortable in life who are just like, hi, how you going? I'm John. Don't mind me. <laughs> I do work with somebody who's like, doesn't matter if it's a full office or an empty office. You'll just hear them walking down the hall like burping. <laughs> well, burping's different. Like burping's like that's. I mean, you can cover though. <laughs> I mean, I have like the loudest. Like Jamie says that I have the loudest burp she's ever heard. I, I'm drinking nothing but water here. If I drank a couple of sips of water, I could be like. <laughs> I just love the fact that Collins is mythical creature. The loudest burps, unsmelliest feet. I can eat <laughs> spicy food without dying. <laughs> How was it oh, on a like movie a, on you? <laughs> I, I mean, the, I, if I was in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I could have done this scene because I could have eaten anything there. And you and wouldn't have gone? He- <laughs> yeah, and my feet would have smelled beautiful. <laughs> but the Great. issue with this man is he can't eat gluten. It's gluten that's the problem. It's a little gluten. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep the jokes I, up on the on our, our series of shows. <laughs> I'm wondering how much gluten there is in Tunisian cuisine now. <laughs> yep. Uh, so there we go. Let's check that box. <laughs> don't even know fart what sequence box. done. <laughs> Where's that famous Indiana Jones fart sequence? <laughs> there better be a fart in uh, <laughs> Dial yeah, of Destiny. There's not a fart That's in Dial of Destiny. I'm bidding it. There's people who are like, you know, there better not be aliens this time around. There's people who's like, oh, we better Gophers. see Mariano. We better have go. We're just saying we better have a fart. That's all we want. You know what? I, I I'll deal with as many fridges and gophers and Tarzan swings as you want. <laughs> just give me one fart. I just want one before Indiana Jones dies. He needs to fart on screen once. That's I, a man who farts. I, I, I tell you what. Go back and re-edit Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for the nuclear bomb. <laughs> if that was preceded with a <laughs> and the bomb went off, everyone would love it. They would love the shit out of it. Literally. <laughs> They really would. You know what? We're going to get to King of the Crystal Skull, and there's a scene I'm going to I'm going to say when we get there, this was a fart, uh, <laughs> and it might make sense. Uh, all I'm just going to say now, the scene where he's in, like, the, the quicksand or the dry sand pit or whatever, you have bubbles coming up. You have the noise of... I'm going to say, no, Indy's just farting. He's in regular sand, and he's farting. He's got a gas attack. It's coarse and rough <laughs> and irritating, and it's getting he's, everywhere. 
He's having a fart attack. <laughs> no, I gotta say, <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, Indiana Jones, massive penis, but he would be a man with smelly farts. Like I would honestly look oh, at him. Guaranteed, yes. <laughs> like it would be, and then you'd go, oh, like some people can fart and they don't smell, right? And other people can like fart like this tiniest little one. And then it's just like, whoa, like Jesus. I, I, I've told this story countless times on countless shows. But I'm going to tell it once again because it's hilarious. I remember as a kid, my dad having a friend over to play like cribbage or something like that. And I'm sitting in the kitchen for some reason. He, like my dad's friend, let off a fart. No word of a lie. I was gagging. I was nearly <laughs> vomiting. It was probably the worst smell I've ever smelt in my entire life. And it came from a man's anus. Like it was disgusting. I have never, ever <laughs> vomited or nearly vomited from a fart in my life at that moment. Wow. <laughs> Why are we talking about farts? We're talking about one of Colin's favorite movies and we're onto this really type awesome. of humor. <laughs> uh, everybody was sick in Tunisia. We, we'll have it make sense. Anyways, so uh, Indies and That's farting. That's you bring up Max Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Oh, Casper would love this episode. <laughs> that was Ben's Tinder date last night. Oh, you're my cousin? Yeah. Same same family name, same name. Oh, look, there's a picture of you with my dad. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when are you available? Exactly. Ben, it turns me on more. I'm like, oh, all right. Perfect match. <laughs> it's called it's called uh, Tasmanian Tinder. <laughs> it's, it's actually, you know what Tasmanian Tinder is called? Ancestry.com. <laughs> now, that's a good joke. That's funny. That is, that is good. Oh, not that one. That's the one I want. <laughs> First and only time I'm ever going to say this podcast, props to Ben Waterworth. That's hilarious. That's um, I, I might need to start my own stand-up career. <laughs> it's like the, you, you had a good joke for the first time in who knows how long. Wow. And then you butchered it with wah, wah. I know. Shall we try that again? What do you call Tasmania Tinder? Ancestry.com. Yeah, we'll go. edit that out. Yeah, no, we won't. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so this is where Black Adam appears for the first time. He has this attack. You got the helicopters outside. Um, and there, there's a great shot here where you get these explosions. And then just that sudden moment of like, it's, it honestly gives you a bit of a jump scare where the, the, the pilot or whatever just looks and Black Adam's just suddenly at his window. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, where did that Oh, my God, it's a rock. Ah! Oh, the rock. <laughs> He's going to lay the smack down. <laughs> I smell what he's cooking. Ah! <laughs> Do you think that when he's like cooking dinner for his wife, he just goes, "Hey, hey, honey, you s- smell what I'm cooking?" <laughs> I was up here, and then straight away I'm down here. Wiggle uh, your head, Waterworth. I know. <laughs> so this is uh, a guy who became famous, or I guess made his fortune selling wire. Got into the steel business, made an even bigger fortune in the steel business went on to get in the gasoline business and became the founder of Texaco, which, of course, Texaco mm. has that presence mm. in all the Back mm-hmm. to the Future movies. So I, I, I've seen this movie dozens and dozens of times. And there's just Robert Smekis and Bob Gale wanting to have fun. We're going to throw this Texaco reference in here by having it be this guy. Hmm. And he's got this wire that nobody's going to know this unless you read it in a trivia book at some point. No. Um, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and not the cool type either. <laughs> nerd that doesn't uh, but... get laid, nerd. <laughs> uh, Pre-Back to the Future 3, Doc Brown, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I-, I love Doc's line here where he's saying, 
Uh, oh, don't worry. There'll be other girls. This girl was one in a million. One in a billion. One in a Googleplex. <laughs> what is that even a real number? A Googleplex? I think it is. Uh, they say something about Google. Oh, you never that's know. why they call it Google because it's like a certain number. Like it's more than oh, a okay. trillion. Yeah. No. Uh, Googleplex. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> I know that. Nerd. <laughs> okay. You just killed Colin Hildy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. I've got random facts on steel and, and uh, Texaco ownership. You know, yeah. Googleplex. Like, yeah, everyone, everyone knew that about Google. That's why it was called Google. I, I just it just didn't like... occur to me. It's kind of like, is that ZZ Top in the <laughs> ZZ Top beard in 1985? Just don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, I knew nothing about this film. So I, I thought he was going to be like a sleaze. He was going to be like cheating on her. Like, I thought like, oh, obviously he's meant to it's be. the opposite. But like, I legitimately thought like he was meant to be unlikable. Like, oh, okay, look out for this guy. He's, you know doing he's jason alexander he's off raping people or something like that but like as in the character jason alexander played in pretty woman <laughs> not the actor jason alexander i'm sure he is not a rapist um <laughs> that is a sentence that no one's ever <laughs> welcome to the oz network to clarify jason alexander not a rapist um also larry the Inter- larry the cable guy not a p- chronic masturbator uh, also we- gary newman and gary glitter two different people <laughs> tom hank uh, tom cruise Gay. Uh, <laughs> and today is definitely Noah's birthday. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. <laughs> and props to Brendan Fraser. Actually, we haven't done that in a while. Remember he won an Oscar? Oh, what a day. Um, rest in peace, Tanya Roberts. Oh, so say rest in peace, Brendan Fraser. Ooh. Oh. Rest in peace, lead singer of Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's an all-star. Gets game on. <laughs> Get paid. Um, it's like um, what's his face? Scatman John all over again. That's sad. <coughs> Don't die on us. Um, iconic day. Where were you when Michael Jackson died? Where were you when Princess Diana died? Where were you when the lead singer of Smash Mouth died? I know that's what my kids will be asking me in 20 years. You remember where you were when the guy from Smash Mouth died? We don't even Recording know his name. in Seattle. <laughs> I'm going to look up his name now because now I feel bad. I owned their first CD. It's literally lead singer of Smash Mouth is what we're saying. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, he's dead. Uh, he will be by the Steve time. Steve Harwell. Oh, rest in peace. He doesn't look like a Steve Harwell. <laughs> no, he, do- he was in Rat Race. We could do- Can we do Rat Race as a tribute? <laughs> That's a great film. We've talked about doing that before, haven't we? Rat Race is a great free- movie. Oh, yeah. That was almost on our anniversary uh, month a couple of years ago. I always forget how much I love that Walking of the Sun song, too. Yeah, Christopher like, Walken on the Sun. Walking, I get it. We were having this conversation at work today, and I'm like, oh, they also did that um, that cover of uh, Big Yellow Taxi with Vanessa Carlton. I'm like, no, that was Counting Crows. I'm like, oh, they well, did a song well, from Shrek, too, didn't they, as well? Accidentally they did, um, I think it was in Lethal Weapon 4. They did Why Can't We Be Friends, the cover of that. Oh, that, that old Why Counting Crows. Why Can't We Be Friends. No, that wasn't Counting Crows. What? Oh, what? Hang on, Smash Mouth. What are we, they're the same Smash band. Mouth did Why Can't We Be. They're not the same. They're not <laughs> nothing alike. <laughs> I, no, no, no offense. Rest in peace, Steve Harwell. But I mean, Counting Crows blow you guys away. Oh, so you're saying they're better? Counting Crows are better than Smash Mouth. Oh, but I'm still, about, I'm about sad to kill the did. lead singer of Counting Crows. I'm like, you've counted enough crows. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the lead singer. What's his name? I got to written it down. Steve Harwell. No. Steve Harwell. Message Noah and just say Steve Harwell dead. 
Shrek on a Shrek anniversary. Uh, that's an ex- and by the way, happy birthday. Tell <laughs> go not. We've finally got an excuse to do Shrek. Steve Hartwell's dead. He'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh, I wonder if John Voight. Uh, not John Voight. <laughs> Maybe John Voight. Who Voight. else you want to kill this week? <laughs> no, I was thinking of um. Oh, what's what's his name? He was in the first Shrek. He plays um. Um, Lord John Lovett. John no, not Lovett. Lovett. No, not no. Lovett. Um, <laughs> John Lithgow. Which Lithgow, John? Yeah. Third Rock from the Sun guy. I was just thinking, oh, John Lithgow would tweet out his <laughs> tribute. And then we got John Void out there. We got John Lovett. <laughs> Too many Johns. Oh, rest in peace, Steve Hartwell. What a man. Um, <laughs> wonder if he liked Sleepless in Seattle. Quick, get him on the phone before he's dead. <laughs> Hi, is that Steve Hartwell? Sorry you're dying. Uh, what do you think of Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> Actually, can you? I'll give you some homework while I talk. Can you message Billy Garcia and ask him what he thinks of Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> Not going to message Billy Garcia. That's our new thing, every movie. <laughs> hey, Billy, what do you think of Pretty Woman? <laughs> Who's your favourite romantic comedy queen of the 90s? Sandra Bullock, Meg Ryan, or Julia on, Roberts? On week four, we could just give him rank these films in order. <laughs> he would do it. Do it. There you go. That's your homework. And happy birthday, Noah. Um, so, Bill Pullman, he's the nicest guy. He's allergic to everything. Um, he shows up to dinner. We've got David Hyde Pierce. We've got uh, Francis What's-A-Face. Um, I, lo- I love this guy. He's just like... I'm allergic to bees, like every. But I'm allergic to bees. Um, I don't know why that's my like, favorite character in the movie. My favorite character in the movie is the worst character in the movie, the babysitter. She's the worst, <laughs> but she's just like so terrible. She's great, um, but I also love I love Bill Pullman when they're like going on about everything, and it's like, oh, I'm, at my wedding we had salmon. You're definitely going to have salmon. I'm not allergic to salmon. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> like he's so nice. Like he's just like he's cute. He's a like he's allergic to everything. And Meg Ryan's so in love. But then I guess you kind of get this like initial moment where like, well, maybe she's not in love because well, is this her mum? Like her mum's very young. Like good job, Meg Ryan's mum in this film. They're trying on like this wedding dress. Good job, you had a child at fifteen. <laughs> Don't refer to her as that. Um, yeah. She's not Ben Pal. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Like, kind of say, this woman who played, look her up. Is she still alive? Why is she still with us? And Stephen Harwell isn't. It's not fair. <laughs> Why does God take them so young? Um, I really have nothing against Smash Mouth. They have two good songs. Um, <laughs> At least. Didn't they have three? They had. I, I feel like, oh, no, you know what? They're, this they is the most random song ever. That's the other then one. Then they did that one, yeah. But the, but there's an original song of theirs. They also did for me. I swear that every movie from like 1998 until 2008 had to have a Smash Mouth. But it was uh, it was for the Tim Allen movie, the superhero movie Zoom, and it's called So Insane. It's a great song. Actually, they did another song off another movie that was like on the end credits. <laughs> and like, hang on, I'm blown away. Now we were talking about this. There was some movie I watched once, and like there was this like original song. And I'm like, what's this song? And I like I shazammed it. And it was it was Smash Mouth. It's called Hang On. I'm, uh, I'm looking. Well, you you have a list of your Smash Mouth songs in movies, it and was, there no, are thirty it was, credits. It was it was on my iTunes. Hang on, Smash Mouth movie. What movie was that from? Cat in the Hat. That's where we did Cat in <laughs> the Hat. When we did the, the, the end credits, we're like, we like this song, and it was 
yeah, you know their career went bad when we had the one good thing about Cat and Hat was Smash Mouth. Um, I feel like we need to go back and listen to Cat and Hat. We probably talked too long about it. So we're doing it now. They're not even in this movie. Sorry. I'm so Famous st- last words. Steve Hartwell. He's dead. No, not Steve Hartwell. By the time we're run, done running through all their filmography of songs, they'll be dead. I wonder if like he'll get like a you know a public outpouring of grief. Like, <laughs> like you know, Bob Barker's sad, but everyone thought he was dead. Jimmy Buffett. Honestly, it's the first thing when somebody says, oh, Jimmy Buffett died, he had too many margaritas. Uh, um, like, Smash Mouth, no, it's up there with like when Prince died or David Bowie. Um, we are talking too much about Smash Mouth. This isn't 2003. Um, Meg Ryan's trying on this dress. And this is kind of where you get that first little moment of like, you know, because she's so in love with Bill Pullman. But then like her mum's all like, oh, and we met. And when the hands touched, it was like our fingers were connected and all this kind of stuff. And she kind of has that look of like, hmm, do I really feel like that about Bill Pullman? That's what Colin has every time when Jamie uh, talks about her love for him. Colin's like, hmm, do I really, do I really love her? Uh, you do. Colin loves Jamie, all right? I'm not saying you don't. Colin just doesn't show it. <laughs> this is, which, it, 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 well, I was going to say it's a competition between me and Keanu as to who she loves the most. <laughs> and a competition between I you. could be Bill Pullman here. Do, 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 does she prefer Pullman or Paxton? Um, oh, definitely Paxton. She has no thoughts whatsoever on Bill Pullman, but she loves oh, Bill Paxton. How can she not have thoughts on Bill? I have thoughts about Bill Pullman every day. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, ah, oh, Bill Pullman. He's alive still. He's alive still. All right. Don't take Bill Pullman away. You took Bill Paxton away from me. Not Bill Pullman. Leave us at least one Bill. <laughs> There's one Bill. Here's another famous Bill. Le- Leave us Clinton. Bill Skarsgård. J- oh. Jamie will kill us if Bill Skarsgård is gone. Wait, that's the one from um, the Chernobyl one, right? It. it oh, it. No. Uh, the, yeah, not Tarzan, the other brother. But wait, isn't who's the Skarsgård in? Isn't there a Skarsgård in uh, Chernobyl? Yeah, I don't Alexander know Chernobyl Skarsgård. Chernobyl. Yeah. Well, J- don't don't take him either. Jamie will kill you. No, no, that's the, that's the true blood little dick guy. No, who's the one I'm thinking of? There's another famous Bill. Why are we talking about famous Bill, Bills and Johns? Bills. <laughs> Bills. In <laughs> Chernobyl. <laughs> Is that a Beyonce song? Bills, Bills, Bills. <laughs> um, I don't understand what this has happened to this episode. Wow. Stellan Skarsgård is the one in Stellan Chernobyl. Stellan Skarsgård. There's a scar. I knew there was a third one. Jamie also doesn't want you to take him from us. I knew there was. Like, I mean, you got to take one. Uh, take a Skarsgård over Bill Pullman. Like, seriously. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> even you would say that. Come on. You can take, like, the bass player from Smash Mouth. Nobody even knows his name. What's we that? didn't know Steve Hartwell's name either. Well, okay, like, let's, let's, let's back to Steve Hartwell. But, like, the drummer of, like, the Foo Fighters died, like, a year ago. And, like, I'm people. Oh, were, that was. Well, yeah, that was huge. Exactly. But, like, if I'm being completely honest with you, outside of Dave Grohl, I didn't know any of the other members of, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, they're fine. The Foo Fighters, I wouldn't know anything. So when he died, I'm like, well, that's sad. Okay. Sorry. For, you lost fans of the Foo Fighters. But when you say the lead singer of Smash Mouth, like, I know that guy. He was in Rat Race. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Buffett was in Jurassic World. Like, I mean, you know, was he a Skarsgård? Jimmy Buffett Skarsgård? Um, John Skarsgård? Bro, it's scene two right now. <laughs> I guarantee you I'm going to get this done in two and a half hours. I, 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 will, I will make a bet with you. Anyway. Uh-oh. The Russians have followed them. Those damn evil. You know, they're evil. Those Russians. They, they, were, they weren't good in the 50s. Which, I mean, matter of perspective, if you were Russian in the 50s, the Americans were evil. So, 
Yeah. Just saying. From my point of view, the Americans are evil. <laughs> well, then you are lost. Uh, like, I, I, I'm an equal opportunity evil person. Uh, <laughs> you know, we just happen to be allied with the Americans. If this was like Oz Network Russia, we'd be, <laughs> we'd be like, classic American propaganda film claiming we are evil. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd love to hear the Russian podcast network. What is it? What, <laughs> What a good old Russian podcast. Yes, welcome to day 73 of Ukraine invasion. Screw the West. We are Russia. Uh, Please be the our leaders, our leaders look good with shirts off. Take off <laughs> your shirt, Biden. <laughs> All those, you know, corrupt Western officials saying we drug cheats. Let me inject something so these podcasts better. Uh, welcome to international podcasts uh, from Russia. <laughs> we are legally not allowed to call ourselves Russians. Um, or did, did you know that the Americans were bad? <laughs> yeah. Did you know this? <laughs> they they nuclear bombed Japan. Japan were innocent. <laughs> Does that? <laughs> Who does that? Evil. We never nuked anyone. But, but that's, I mean, that's a valid excuse if you're Russian. Like, yes, yeah, exactly. we, we test the bomb, but we never nuke anyone. America <laughs> twice. Hello, we're good. Uh, did I just solve world peace? Like, you did. Like, come on, everyone. Stop sucking up to the Americans. They, they nuked two cities like 70 years ago. They haven't done it since. Move on. Join Russia. You know, join Russia. What? Am I getting arrested tomorrow? Am Are I you getting... communist overlords? Like... I mean, I, I honestly, like, if Russia knocked on my door right now, like, Ben, we hear you'll like us. I'm like, yeah, sure, right? I can obey orders. <laughs> <laughs> What's the old saying? Like, if they ask you to jump, you don't say why. You say how high. How yeah, high, yeah. <laughs> I can do it. That's, I'm a yes man. Easy. Um, hello to our Russian listeners. Uh, we love you. And Americans, too. Please don't nuke me. Um, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> As it was by Harry Styles, 42 weeks, and it's still number 10 on the charts. Listen to new music, Canada. Casper, uh, come down and listen. This is, I don't know what Colin's doing. He's like putting his hand I'm trying swimming. to shoo him because I don't know if he's actually turned on the treadmill and he's going to fly into the, the, the closet door. Shoo him. Go upstairs. Not a shoo, fly. Casper, please go upstairs. I want to get into Ben's singles apartment building now. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yes, touch the microphone. Any other damage you want to cause down here? Hi, Casper. Hello. I like your exercise, Matt. This is fantastic. Casper's loving it. He's going to be a TV oh. star. He's going to be freaking Michelle Drake. <laughs> do you, do yeah, you... no, you can go upstairs now. Okay, please. God. <laughs> He says, already get set going. He's running on a treadmill. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm going to send this to all like the parent councils of Canada. Um, there's a condom advertising agency. They should just use this as like. Or <laughs> you really need to go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally Casper just won. Yes, uh, go upstairs and celebrate your win with mommy. I don't and think Remy. I've ever seen Colin this close to literally crying. <laughs> just like go away, Casper. 
Oh, I don't even know what he's doing. I really, I really want in like 20 years time, or like, well, less than that on his 21st to just play this clip to Casper. Casper, how and much now he's dad taking my medals off the wall. <laughs> he just won the race and he's wearing a Yay. medal. Hey, <laughs> you know what Casper says about that? It's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Now you go show that to mommy, okay? How the hell have we gone from this episode from being so serious about the death of a beloved 24 actress to talking about one of the most iconic episodes of all time to talking about Michelle Drake, the Songs of Canada, um, Bush Bunkers, and we still haven't even got to the best part of this episode. Oh, I think he's finally going upstairs. Wow. Do you, do you need a moment to regroup yourself? I'm done. Just, just buy it, buy it. Oh, he's got a light now. He's now got, like he's a, got a lightsaber. We had a power outage, so we have this emergency light, and now it's a toy. All right, thank you. You keep that here. You want to take it, or am I keeping it? Okay. I just, I admire how calm you both are. Even Jamie's just like, yeah, this... all right, come on. Because <laughs> there, there has been much worse even in the last 24 hours. <laughs> I, I have like no, uh, like I have a very short fuse. So like I, I would be, um, that's why I'm not a parent. Because I would be yelling at my children every three seconds. Like, get the fuck down, I'm recording. Um, but I'll just lock them in a cupboard. That's... Uh, see, your dad was more patient than that when he told you to quiet down. Exactly. Also, just quickly seeing here, number 54 on the Canadian charts. There's a song here by a band called Hotel Ugly called Shut Up My Mum's Call. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm gonna add that song to my playlist. I don't even know what it is. And What's it? Shut up, my mom called. Shut up, my mom's calling by Hotel Ugly. At 53, we have Metro Boomin featuring Travis Scott and 21 Savage. Niagara Falls, foot or two. Uh, <laughs> wow, Canada. There you go. Um, so you like the scene with Non Terry and her acting? It's career. good. Yes. Yep. Uh- <laughs> good for her. Good for her. Um. All right, the last bit. The, the, I mean, look, Casper, fuck off right now. We've got some shit to talk about right now. Oh, it's a musical. Actually, funny, I'm touching on Ron Howard here. Oh. Uh, no, they weren't touching on Ron. <laughs> he was, that's what his sisters were doing. Uh, the true Hollywood story <laughs> touching on Ron touching Howard. Touching on Ron Howard. <laughs> An ABC exclusive this Sunday night. Starring Paul Lamatt as Ron Howard. <laughs> And Bryce Dallas Howard as <laughs> the victim. With Candy Clark as Suzanne Summers. <laughs> and Jaja Binks in his return to TV. <laughs> Misa touched on the doodle. <laughs> By Ron Howard. No, wait, now it's Ron Howard touching people. That's... I was touching on Ron Howard. So far, so far on this podcast, Ben's called Larry the Cable Guy a pedo. I haven't. Um, I uh... Well, you know, Larry the Cable Guy, you did. Right. I called Pedro Pascal a pedo. Uh, and now Ron Howard's touching people. What are we doing? We're getting sued. This is our last episode. Is- Tom Cruise is still not suing us, the big gay man that he is. Um, so we're going to get other people to sue us. Paul Lamatt won't sue us. He's got not enough people to care. I just want Roma Downey and, and what's the other girl from Touched by an Angel back for the sequel series, Touched by a Ron Howard. <laughs> Touched by an Angel. When are we doing After we finish How to Make an American Quilt, we will be doing Touched by an Angel. There we go. Judging Amy. That's a month. Judging Amy, Touched by an Angel. Uh, was it Providence? That was another one of those. I don't know those, Providence. Uh, Dr. Quinn, women. Medicine Woman. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 
My mum used to love Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. You could never interrupt her when she was watching a Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. There she is, Jane Seymour, popping around. <laughs> Bill's great. Even when he's angry and yelling at Tony, I'm kind of on Bill's side here anyway. Like, I mean, yeah. Bill's done nothing wrong. Bill's, you know, trying to hook up with an attractive... Well, <laughs> somebody just, somebody just got thrown in my back. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Huh? Uh, I just you make the call. I'm not up there with him. I just think calls. Like I'm glad to... you're watching it, Remy. Tell your mom to stop throwing things at my head. <laughs> uh, uh, All right, drama. Well, kind of hurt. Thanks. Appreciate it. I just, I just think calling out of the corner of his eye, just going like, "Ow!" Like it turned to red. What was that? It was. It was. Hold on. I'm gonna show you with this. I can't even get it here. I, I've lost. I have it. no idea what's happening. It's, right it's Mr. Potato Head's eyes. <laughs> I was trying not to scare you. You were trying not to. You scared everybody. Eyes? You scared Ben. <laughs> I think Jamie just watched the best in a series throwing body parts at Colin. Something hits the back of my head, and I see two eyeballs glaring up. I mean, no way I'm gonna be scared with that. I just love the reaction. It's Mr. Potato Head's eyes. <laughs> Poor and Mr. all that Potato because Head. is Casper allowed his tablet? <laughs> Does she not message you? She messages me sometimes when we're recording. <laughs> we know the relationship's going well between Colin and Jamie. We're now the only way they can get communicated with each other is by throwing eyes at each other. Holy crap. <laughs> Boom. Um, um, yeah. Bill. Can we just take a moment to Bryce Dallas Howard, lover? Yes. Oh, that, that's... You literally did take a moment. That. There we go. <laughs> we took a moment. There we go. <laughs> Taking a moment with Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Followed by touching things with Ron Howard. <laughs> I just want to show off Ron Howard walking around a room. Like, let's let's take it out of the gutter. Hi, I'm Ron Howard. This is a pen. I'm touching it. This is a mug. I'm touching it. It, it, it. could be like... Uh, you know how cooking shows or things they'll very be very descriptive. It's like it has a hint of mint in it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. This would be like, hmm, it's got a very light, smooth texture. It's almost like plastic. You know those stupid AMSR things where people are like, hmm, I'm chewing oh, yeah. on a thing. Like it's just it's that. I honestly like right now I'm writing too many notes. I've written down six best of moments for this episode, Colin. Um, I think We're our, our best of 2023 is just going to be the American Graffiti recap. <laughs> Can we just do some ASMR on here too? Do you have any chips left that I could do? I, loud chewing of? I read an article the other day, and by saying read an article, I did the 2023 thing where I read the headline. A woman is getting paid $10,000 on Twitch for people to watch her sleep. Fuck yeah. off. You can do it too. I am going to like, I remember when this became a thing, there were like the people in like Japan or Korea who would be paid thousands of dollars to sit there and eat fucking noodles. Like, like this is like, I want, I'm going to like charge for people to watch me on this. Like the behind the scenes, we can't even get people to pay for fucking Patreon. Does somebody going to want to actually see the video? Cause we don't release the video of this. So, yeah. you know, like fuck off, pay me $10,000 to sleep. I do it every night. Listen, you could pay me $10 to watch Paul Lamatt's Twitter feed for six hours. Okay. I will do it right now. I'm putting that out right right now. Somebody wants to sign up to our highest tier Patreon for a single month. I will do six straight hours of watching Paul Lamatt's Twitter feed. With the amount of things we bribe people on this and Double Seven to sign up, <laughs> we can't no even bribe them. Does hey, and we have more followers than Paul Lamatt. I what is lit- wrong with this world? I, I will. I will have sex with you if you sign up. <laughs> 
down. What? Wait, wait, wait. Me or the person who signs Colin. up? Colin. With Colin. I. Well, <laughs> and I'm I'm sitting here as Cindy Williams is like, well, you want to just go ahead, just slug me already, Ben. With and consent. Like, Come on, not about all the things you told me about watching your brother in the shower, Colin. <laughs> with consent, if he agrees to it. I don't know why I went that direction. Um. I don't know. I'm just going to start making lies. Like, you can get tickets to Taylor Swift because that's all that fucking people care about this week. Shut up. with t- Like, seriously, don't pay $1,000 to see a sellout perform. If you want to do that, you can see me. <laughs> it sold out right now. I was the only one who paid. An audience of one. It's sold out right now. People are paying right now with their time listening to this torture. <laughs> uh, so we're left with uh, Richard Dreyfus here. <laughs> He oh, doesn't know where she is. Exactly. She's I'll like, be yeah, there in 20 Lynn, minutes. I'm an, hour, I'm an hour and a half away. I don't, you know I don't drive. I got to take a bus. I got three transfers to get there. I'm in Winnipeg. Oh, what are you doing in yeah, Winnipeg? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you FedEx me some money or something like that? So he rocks up to the car park. Hey, sister who doesn't look like me, you should go to rehab. No, no, no. Uh, and she's all like, I don't want to go to rehab. I'm on drugs. And <laughs> that's what people are. that's what people who are on drugs you say I'm on drugs I assume um, <laughs> I mean they're on drugs they don't know what they're saying <laughs> I'm on drugs uh, <laughs> you know you've got them in the family tried to talk to five minutes ago um, she's all like oh, I'm on drugs <laughs> my boyfriend's gonna bash you up because he's on drugs too we're all on drugs pew 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 <laughs> shooting each other I don't know how drugs work it's been a while since I've been on them um, I can say this stuff because Colin doesn't even know what drugs are so he's believe- oh I believe you Ben I believe you uh- <laughs> this is what people do <laughs> that's a, it's like on um breaking bad when you've got jesse when he's like this is your brain this is your brain on drugs <laughs> like i'm on drugs i just wanted one scene in breaking bad of jesse and what was his girlfriend who died oh jane oh rip jane yeah just them running around the house we're on drugs, <laughs> we're on we're on drugs. drugs. isn't that requiem for a dream isn't that just jennifer colin connolly <laughs> running around going i'm on drugs i've never seen it you tell me um <laughs> Anyway, so old boyfriend comes out here and beats up Sean. Is he a tough guy in Lord of the Rings or is he like a weakling? Sean Aston, he's a hobbit and he he's the least action like hobbit. He's the guy who, who he's a gardener. Okay, so this makes he's sense. He's actually, th- th- there's even a scene where somebody says, who is this, your bodyguard? And he says, I'm his gardener. <laughs> well, isn't he, he's all roided up in 51st dates, isn't he? So, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Sean Aston, fight for yourself. I'm on drugs. And they're just like, oh, is that Beirut? We found him. Yeah, he was in a shipping container. They were about to send him back to Yemen or whatever. In a shipping uh, crate. Get in yeah, the shipping exactly. crate. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's, again, like, just so abruptly. And it's like, oh, Beirut, they found him. Yeah, they found him in a shipping container. He's all right. And that was supposed to be it. Like, it was, it was walking in the background. So... They clearly wanted to tell the audience Beirut is alive, but had no good ideas and ended up getting deleted <laughs> time and time again throughout the season. I just had this image of Jack coming back to CTU at the end of this season, and he's like looking for Beirut. 
Have you checked the floor yet? Have you checked the floor yet? And he's running through the doors. Beirut! And then he's like dead on the floor with a bleeding stomach. And he's hugging He's hugging Beirut. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And there's like a flashback to Jack with him in the hotel room. Oh, God. Funny times. Terry's dead. I just, I just want... It, it, they, they clearly were dedicated. They wanted Jonathan Adut to come back. Like, and who doesn't? Right, we, we this episode. But I want him in future seasons, you know... Wayne Palmer, instead of the newspaper thing, like have the newspaper thing, but have it be Jonathan Dude holding up and saying, you just got Beirut. <laughs> and that's just his cameo. Every time there's a mysterious character, what's their fate? You got Beirut. I think that's just the name of a Fox spinoff from the yeah, creators of 24 and 24 <laughs> Legacy. He's been the one character 24 fans have been wondering where he's been now for more than 20 years. And now finally, in his big return, Jonathan Adud in his starring role, <laughs> and he holds up the paper, you got Beirut! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jonathan Adud, and this week on You Got Beirut. It's, it's basically going to be like punked. Like you'll have Wayne Palmer where he sees it and he's like, this is your fate. You got Beirut. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I had no idea that I was getting Beirut. Bef- oh, this is great. Before he was James Bond, he played an American agent in Tomb Raider who just disappeared. <laughs> Daniel Craig was Beirut. <laughs> Before he became Hollywood's number seven funny guy and also fat, Vince Vaughn was in the Lost World Jurassic Park and just disappeared because he got Beirut. <laughs> Ian McDermott just got <laughs> Beirut somehow. <laughs> somehow Ian McDermott is on this show. <laughs> somehow. You remember him as one of the best Ozlets in the Oz Network slash Survivor Oz. But where is James Pickering? He got Beirut. Wow. We have too much time on our hands. I can see why they cut that. That does sound pretty yeah. shit, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, but I'd like to get Beirut. Um, Maybe I have. I did from some people's lives. Most people's lives anyway, let's be honest. Maybe that was Patty Jenkins' message yeah. she was trying to send for consent. None of these people consented for their wishes. Um, y- yeah, wish but rape. I mean, the, wish, this is, the message of this movie is don't wish rape people. Don't wish rape. <laughs> Wish rape and don't wish for rape either. Bad, if, bad. If, if you're gonna rape, don't wish rape. <laughs> Way worse than or, the real thing. Or just uh. don't rape. Um, that would be <laughs> might be my direction of that one. But um, hey, sure, if you're on that you page. Listen to Colin. You do you, and do other people without consent. <laughs> so we've kind of got this whole great sequence where basically Henderson's like, "If you don't let me go, the secretary is dead." He calls the secretary. Uh, Hella's all like. Don't give it up to him there. Don't give it up to him. You know, you've got to, you you know, stand your ground, Jack. You're a man. I'm a man too. Don't be a weakling like you did with my daughter. Should let my daughter die. Um, it's your fault that this country, you're, you're not a man. You're a pussy. Uh, don't be a pussy. You're a pussy, Jack. Are you a pussy? I'm going to drive off this, this cliff. I'm not a pussy. I'm a man. This is what a man would do. You're weak. Drive a cliff. Take their own life. You're weak, Jack. Send it like a man, Jack. Be a man. Stand up to him. <laughs> if you're really a man you'll live through it and become president <laughs> so you get elected alright that's why Palmer next season's a pussy he didn't die first he murdered someone then he gets shot he's weak I'm gonna drive off this cliff and I'm gonna become a president that's what a real president will do drive off a cliff be a man 
Real presidents are men. You hear that, women? <laughs> men, 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 men. That's what he's talking about. He tries on the cliff. Men, 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 men. I'll see you in another life, brother. Men, men, I just men, want men, men. Soaring through the air with his fist out the window. Men! <laughs> Wee! <laughs> It's great scene. Just wanted, if, if it, they hadn't brought back a future season, one day Audrey would visit his gravestone. James Heller died a man like he lived. <laughs> He's leaning out the window going, Jackson Pussy! <laughs> so basically, Chloe's gone over to, what's her name? Sharon, I don't know. G'day, Sharon, how you going? Chloe hit a Yep, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm Who's not a- the racist now? <laughs> Well, I called her Sharon. You just called her Habuba or whatever. <laughs> Something like. No, now you're the racist. It's not racist. It's, igno- it's ignorant. It's a difference. I'm ignorant. No, is Habuba. She's my favorite. Nabila. 24 character. Habuba. Uh, it's not funny. Oh, God. That's making the best of. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so her mom was all like, "Come on in, Chloe." Uh, Chloe's all like, I'm "Still calling her up." Chloe's like, "Hey, her I was gonna call my daughter that. Uh, she's all like, "Oh, there's a moment there where Chloe's all like, oh, boo-hoo, I shouldn't be in the field." And Edgar's like, "It's all right, you're the best analyst." Chloe's like, "I know." That's just a cute scene. There's also like a weird fight between Chloe and Edgar where she gives you a look, whatever. But, um, so anyway, the boobers all like, here's my computer. Chloe's all like, oh, it's encrypted. I can tell by the timestamp. This won't take long. Then all of a sudden, pew, pew, pew. What's that? Ah, bad person. So they run into the laundry. Her boobers got super strength. So she like pushes the washing machine against the door. She had a, she had a spinach that morning. <laughs> Is that Popeye at the spinach? Uh, <laughs> Can we just call this episode a booba? Um, I'm so sorry to the actress who plays this. This is this is very much creeping on territory from Worlds Apart episodes. Um, really ugly bald guy. Yeah. Um, he looks like him. Uh, and no disrespect to this guy. I'm sure he's got a wife and kids and I don't. So. No disrespect to bald or ugly people. Well, but this guy's I'm ugly an ugly, but ugly can talk about ugly. All right. Like, you know, like ugly people are allowed to bag it. Ugly. It's like, you know, like black people can be racist to black people. White people can racist to white people. <laughs> and they? Fat people. Those are the rules. <laughs> well, like generally you can get away with it. Right. Like, you know, I, I can't, I don't know, rip into women who I'm not a woman. So I like, you know. As a Middle Eastern woman, it's okay for Ben to say Habuba. I was wrong on Habuba, okay? <laughs> on so many levels. I shouldn't have said Habuba. And any appropriate podcast would edit that out. And in the future, when and I'm... Instead, hold on, instead, Ben said, this is making the best <laughs> When I, in the future, am cancelled, this is a clip they can play at my trial. <laughs> All right, I want people to share this on Twitter. Ben fucked up on Hubba. It was it was too far. All right, I've talked about putting things in my butt. I've talked about the joke about me touching children. 
all those kind of things that have not gotten me cancelled, but Habuba was a bridge too far. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I apologise for Habuba. Okay. But you know what? You don't have to um, because Noah's going to take the blame on this one. That's how it works. For once. It was all Noah. For once. Uh, Logan. White. Why? Very racist. Wider. 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 I re-listened to the Fat whole. I, I re-listened to the whole Habuba thing the other week. By the way, you goated me into saying that, so you brought up Habuba <laughs> and I? I ran with it. So similar to Noah, I get the blame. All right, I took the joke from one angle to the other. Just saying, I didn't go on about Manifa. That's a Noah thing, but that's that's well way too <laughs> flashbacks, Ben. Um. Logan's fantastic. That's as bad as the N-word, Ben. Just take it easy. (laughs) Um, Jokes for off-air, Colin. I didn't say the (laughs) N-word off-air. I was telling a John Mulaney sketch (laughs) joke. I I didn't goad you into that one. That was all you. Before I come on air, N-word this and (laughs) N-word Coming soon to the Patreon episode that we haven't recorded in about three months. I did not say the N-word. I didn't. I really didn't say the N-word. I promise I did not say it. I'm not Noah. Well, um, you literally did say the N word. Well, I said Let's the phrase the N word, but I didn't yeah, say exactly. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to explain this. There's a John Mulaney sketch that he says, he's like, I was writing a script for an award show and I wanted to use the word midget. And then the per- uh, the director came to me and was like, you can't wor- use the word midget because it's as bad as the N word. <laughs> to which John Mulaney said, first of all, no. And second of all, you know how it's not as bad as the N-word because you won't even say the N-word. You call it the N-word. So that's what I was saying. I wasn't being Noah. This episode yes. is fine. Um, we live in a Brendan Fraser winning Oscar world, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, who has never said the N-word. Uh, never. Although, can I just say, if there's one white person who would be allowed to say it, it's Brendan Fraser because everyone loves him. I'm just saying that right now. He would say it and everyone would be like, oh, Brendan. And he would rub his Oscar and he'd go off into his little hidey hole. But don't say the M word, Brendan, because you're a better man than that. Um, this episode's fine, Colin. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And don't um, say the N word. Don't say it. Just don't. Noah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, don't say Noah. I, Noah is Don't say Noah. Noah's as bad as the N-word. <laughs> yes, exactly. You say the word Noah, you're a racist. On the other side of the the detour, the scoop, which I'm still confused about, because sometimes Phil, like, Phil will do the challenge, he'll sit in the challenge, and he's like in the boat, and the guy is like whacking things at the, the trees with the stick. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, they have to like knock them down, or there's some floating in the water, like they fell out naturally. And then they get there, and then they're just loaded in these canals. They're like, Filling them up, you can't really get through them. You have to pick them up. Any and like I'm like, teams are like, oh, should we switch? Like, there's no pomelos here. I'm like, oh, you just gotta whack them out of the tree. No one whacked any of them out of the tree. I was like, are they supposed to? Did did they plan for every single team to do this challenge? Like, what was the logistics? Like, I was just so confused of what they were supposed to do versus what they did. It was just I was so confused the whole time. I I was not super confused by this challenge. <laughs> Right. I, I just was confused because, like, they're just going to be, like, like you need at least 75, it seemed like, per team. It was a lot. So I'm like, you need, like, like hundreds, like 700 almost for the whole. And I was just like, what math are you trying to do? What, 75 times, like, 10 teams, 11 teams. Oh, you mean, okay, I thought you meant, like. 
Okay, because I feel like it was more than 75 per team. Like, I, I mean, you think I'm, it was only 75 across all five of those buckets? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to do quick, quick I math. Thought, <laughs> this is like Felicia's bad, bad math on uh, Big Brother. You probably didn't watch that. Um, yeah. But anyway, I did not understand what you were trying to do. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that they have plenty. Yeah, I had fun. Thank you for joining us. Two for two. Appreciate Hell yeah. Are we going to go three for three? Hopefully not. Hopefully Jared, <laughs> hopefully Jared is available because I, I'm i tired. I work a lot on the weekends and I'm tired. Um, I should have been ready for that answer, but I was not. <laughs> you don't even want to do this one. Um. So she's all like, oh, yep, I'm Sally Field. <laughs> it's so distracting watching Colin have a conversation. I just might wait here. He's going to miss my jokes. He's back. Are we, are we good? <laughs> oh, good one, Ben. Oh, killing it again. Comedy goals from Ben Waterworth. Oh, glad I didn't miss that one. <laughs> Can I use that as a sound clip? Uh, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> For now, when I tell a joke, I'm just going to press, ah, comedy goal from Ben Waterworth. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, I actually, uh, I, I need to work on my comedy now that I've got pressure of uh, that sound clip. Oh, Madonna. Oh. At least that, there's a chance that Natalie Portman could come back and do something good you with like Star Wars. Some Madonna still. songs. You own her greatest hits on LP. No, I don't. I own, I own whatever one Jamie was a Material oh, Girl or Protecting something. Colin's yeah. very, uh, one, you know, snappy the about the Madonna albums he owns. The one, the one that Ben bought as a joke birthday oh, present. I bought it for you. I forgot. <laughs> it was you. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie sent you a picture or something like that. And I forgot. Uh, I said, oh, I'm not going to buy this. It's like I'm not going to buy this for Colin. But then you're like, buy it. I'll pay you. <laughs> Where's my birthday present, Colin? You never gotten me one. I. I had, I was in the middle of making, unfortunately our birthday is very close together. That wasn't the best week, but I was in the process of making you a uh, GSWTC custom pillow, uh, body pillow, which if anybody listens to our show, you might know what GSWTC stands for. Is it for. actually of Tom Cruise? Well, it was just the, I, I couldn't actually get his face on there, but if I had gotten his face, that would have really made it, but hump no, the it didn't end up that. happening. <laughs> Feathers on my bed every night. <laughs> Plan the designs. I was I was uploading them, and all of a sudden, like, ah, don't think I'm gonna be able to get this to Ben. <laughs> Maybe a future oh, I expect birthday. Expect it now. I want a really good. I want a humpable pillow for my it next birthday. You got less than a year. Could have come in really. Yeah, it could have come really handy that year. <laughs> I'm lonely but, now. Uh, I live by myself. Oh, I'm excited. There's nobody to be judged. <laughs> I'll take it with me to see Mission Impossible. I'll sit it on the seat next to you. Come on, Tommy, what's your movie? <laughs> You'd pay for that second seat just to get it. Oppenheimer, he wants to go see both. See it again, Tom. You love your movies. Yeah, I mean, that's the first thing Wayne came in and he did. He goes, oh, that whole football thing, that's a Republican thing. We're Democrats. Yeah. We don't like to waste time <laughs> with precautions. You think we're... Why by the seat of our pants? You think we're left? <laughs> Screw it. Let's show them who's boss. I'm a man. Dude. That's right. He's really been looking to prove a point this whole season. Like we're joking about it, but that actually kind of fits with his character. He's like, no, 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 no. I need to show these people that I'm man enough to pull the trigger. Let, let's be honest. We know DB Woodside's got a massive dong, but when you're up against Powers Booth, like there's a there's a there's a dong off going on there because like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> 
That was like, I don't know who would have the bigger dong. Like, I really don't. Like, I'd, I'd need to measure that. Um, this is why we need Gina Torres to be alive still. Her and yeah. Lisa just going back and forth. No, no, no. He's got the big one. No, no. I got pictures. Let me show you, they're, girl. They're both men. Like, I if I, I wish I became a man one day. And I... I, I <laughs> one day when you do. I, I really do when I grow up to be a man. And I hope that I'm a combination of Powell's Booth and D.B. Woodside. Like, seriously. Like, like this, this very, like, powerful white man with a bald head and a massive dong. Like... <laughs> Can you just change your name to like DB Powerside or something I, like that? I, I, let's reverse it. I'm not saying I purely like I I've, I've grew up if I was a very powerful black man with hair, I'd be completely fine with that too. Like I'm not saying I'm choosing white <laughs> over black. It's just more of a I'm combining <laughs> one's got hair, one doesn't, and they've both got different skin color. I'm digging myself a hole here. The point is, I want to be DB Booth. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or Powers Woodside. <laughs> That's my new porn star name. Powers think- Woodside. <laughs> DB Booth might be a little bit too close to John Wilkes Booth. Um, in America, yeah, it's not going to fly. I mean, Powers, Powers Woods Booth. I don't know. <laughs> Powers Woods Booth. That's a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Powers Woodside. How you going? I'm walking. Imagine walking into a first date. How you going? Love him. Powers Woodside. Hey, you know, it doesn't really work if you combine anything else. other than Peter McNichol, Nick, Nickel McNichol or whatever. Uh, we can't really have a Kiefer Schroeder, you know, oh, uh, Ricky Sutherland. No, you don't want to weaken a man right there. If you want to be a weak man. Hi, I'm Kiefer Schroeder. I'm, I'm Ricky Coco. Sutherland. Carlo Balfour. Rick, Ricky Sutherland sounds like a character that Ricky Schroeder played in like the 1980s. <laughs> That's his stage name. Because Ricky, Ricky Schroeder's not man enough. I'm going to change my name to Ricky Sutherland. Seriously, Ricky Schroeder in any conversation about man, no. Uh, <laughs> Keith Sutherland, yes. Um, oh, Ricky Prince Jr. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. I'm sorry to Freddie Prince Jr. I like you. But your name is Freddie Prince Jr. Like, I mean, come on. Who's Freddie Prince Sr.? Was he a thing? Um, well, he was. That was his very famous father. Clearly, I'm a fan of Freddie <laughs> Prince Senior. Loved him. Is that is that like is that like saying, oh, it's Freddie Prince Senior, Freddie Prince Junior's dad? No, it was. It was, it was like a <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I never saw it myself, but it was like a, a shorter. I guess shorter is in like two or three seasons, but the shorter lived like it was the first Hispanic sitcom or something like that that Freddie Prince Senior starred on or something, and it kind of has taken on this legendary status. At That's what, why he decided to take the junior name. At what point, like? This is such an American thing. Sorry to be on a bit tangent here, but we're on the topic of names. Like, I I don't like my name enough if I ever have a child to call him Ben Waterworth Jr. First of all, I wouldn't <laughs> torture him to give him a name of someone like me. That's not right. But, like, w- what point is, like, Freddie Prince? Because I'm sure he wasn't Freddie Prince Sr. when he had Freddie. But, like, he was just Freddie Prince, right? So then yeah. all of a sudden he's just like, hey, Mrs. Prince, we've had a son. What are we going to call him? Freddie Prince Jr. Well, that means I'm Freddie I, Prince Sr. Then, like, I was gonna say that is the most Bedwater thing ever to do. That's the Bedwater Vanity Project's conclusion. <laughs> Bedwater like, Jr. I, I, but then I also the fact is like, what makes you decide between Freddie Prince Jr. and Freddie Prince the second? Like, <laughs> you know how some people are like the second. Like, why are you the second and junior? And then if Freddie Prince Jr. has another son. And wants it to be Freddie Prince Jr. Is it Freddie Prince Jr. Jr.? Does Freddie Prince Sr. pass on the title of Sr. to Freddie Prince Jr.? So then he's Freddie Prince Sr. Sr.? If somebody takes the second, does their child have the option to not be the third, but to be uh, Freddie Prince the second Jr.? Like, like, there's a hierarchy here that is never explained in the naming of, like, juniors and seconds and thirds. 
And can girls be junior? Like, is this a modern... Yeah, you know, it's weird. I, I don't know of any girl juniors. You, you never hear, like, if you have a daughter, Jamie Hilding Jr., Jamie <laughs> Hilding II. Like, why can't girls be juniors and seconds? This is why if I'm Powers Woodside, I crap that stuff out. I'm a man. I'm like, no, <laughs> you call your kids something different. Be original. It's lazy well, to call you junior or the second. If you've got a name like Colin or Ben, you're not going to choose junior for that kid. You're like, I oh, know our names, our names aren't cool enough as yeah. it is. But if your name is Powers, like you're either going to go with junior because like this kid's going to be made, or you're going to be like, listen, there's only one Powers booth. Okay. I'm not sharing the type of power I have as Powers booth. I, I'm not even joking when I say this. If I am to ever have a son, Powers is a name that I would consider. That is an awesome fucking name. <laughs> yeah. Powers Waterworth. Like, or I'm just, if, if, if it's not going to happen, but if we ever had another kid, you and I, I, we've run out of boy names. Yeah. Me and you, <laughs> don't, don't talk about the first couple we had, but I just want to just forego, does your name stand anything and just have your name be DB. Yeah. You know, forget about whether, what does DB stand for? It stands for DB. Yeah. That's all it is. Exactly. That, that's and, But you spell it D-E-E-B-E-E. <laughs> yeah. DB. D, like, it's like Debbie, but DB, right? Like BB. Yeah, and then that- BB w- was actually just BB. Yeah. Well, that, that way you don't, <laughs> you don't actually get the question all the time of what does DB stand for? If your name is DB, then <laughs> it's like, oh, we're smart on this show. Powers Waterworth coming soon. <laughs> What a name. Anyway, tangent. I like this story. Um, It's fun and I enjoy it. That's my point. (laughs) That, that was where you knew that. Yes. That was the funniest joke. That's a good joke. Write that one down. It's I liked it. I enjoy it. I hear that all the time. I have sex. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you need to take a while to think here. Like, <laughs> you gotta start off here. The later and response. You're like, oh, oh, I got it. Whoa. That's not even the right sound clip. <laughs> That's what I meant to play. It's very uh, magical. You know <laughs> the first draft they had of this was Nazis. Again. <laughs> Why not? And um, uh, when Lucas and Spielberg read it, they're like, Lucas, like, I think we're all Nazi'd out. And Spielberg specifically was like, after doing Schindler's List, I don't want to go back and do Nazis in a lighthearted way again. Like I'm, I, nobody's gonna accept the guy who did Schindler's List doing this. <laughs> he, he did Schindler's List. He was like, I found out the Nazis were bad. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they did actually you, did some bad things. So I'm. Did know. you know that it was specifically against the Jews? I didn't. They, I'm they, Jewish. They hated Jewish people. I just. I was. <laughs> I there was gas. Did you know this? I didn't know. <laughs> Something called the Holocaust. Do, do they not teach this in schools? I know. What's wrong with this country? America, my country, uh, should be teaching this in school. It's like six million people. That's like <laughs> that's like more people than live in like most states in my my what happened? My country. I feel offended. I I just kind of don't like the Germans anymore. Are you German? You can't work on my film. Go away. No more Germans. Okay, this is just wrong. <laughs> Why, why did I not know this? <laughs> yeah, like that's literally what it is. Spielberg is like, oh, I made Schindler's List and I found out they did some bad things. <laughs> I can't do Nazis anymore. But uh, George Lucas sort of was like, well, we're in the 50s. Why not do the Russians? And then we could add this whole red scare in the movie, which again, they go a little bit too far. With, so there's one scene later on where I'm like, okay, we get it now. But uh, it, it's it's a natural idea. It's doing something different. But the the whole psychic warfare thing was George Lucas where he's like, 
because George Lucas is literally like a history buff. I mean, all this George Lucas is literally a Nazi. He is a Nazi. (laughs) That's when Spielberg is like, I can't do movies with this guy anymore. (laughs) No Indy five. Did you know he was a Nazi? I didn't know this. This guy did attack of the clones. It was kind of bad. (laughs) I don't like it. It's not, it's not the worst. That's, that's me trying to, you know, go in with the kids of the day. But uh, we didn't yeah, have yeah, Rise George- of Skywalker or Last Jedi in 2008, kids. So that's, you know, <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it's okay. That's the joke. But like George Lucas had done all this research and he knew that like uh, Joseph Stalin was kind of the way that Hitler kind was obsessed bad. with the, uh, he was a bad guy. <laughs> but Stalin, like Hitler was obsessed with the occult, which is a line <laughs> they have in the original, which is real. <laughs> Sorry. Got another one? Wait, Steven Spielberg, you. So I found out those planes that flew into the building. That was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Those terrorists. Simon Laden was a bad guy. Imagine him on 9-11. He's like, those poor Iraqis who were just trying to sightsee in their plane. (laughs) Just trying to get a nice view of New York City. They flew right in the building. That's all horrible. They just wanted to borrow the plane because they weren't (laughs) flying close enough and they accidentally flew into it. Like, I felt bad for them. You know? Oh, God awful oh. you imagine things like this go on in this world i know where have i been oh like you know was it john wilkes booth or lee harvey Oswald, whichever it was and he just wanted to zoom in on the president and he accidentally <laughs> pulled a trigger he just didn't mean to <laughs> poor guy like that jj abrams guy he took over star wars <laughs> what did he do to it did you guys know that there were three of these movies wow <laughs> independence day resurgence like there was another movie did you know that Yes. Uh, I was, <laughs> so so I, I, I tried to call Harvey Weinstein about this project I thought he'd be great to work with on. Did you know he did some stuff to some women? I always just thought it was really so bad. Fr- he was so friendly with them. And all of a sudden, like, he just, I don't know. Kevin Spacey. Like, he always seems so friendly <laughs> around young boys. I don't get it. What happened there? I was going to go Ezra Miller. I'll just leave that. Okay. <laughs> also, I, I think Zack Snyder might have got cancelled in the last week because he was interviewed. Oh, on no, some, what now? He was interviewed on some red carpet and they asked him about The Flash and he was kind of all like, oh, I'm really excited, blah, blah, blah. It looks really good. And then he said like, oh, Ezra Miller, I texted him the other day to oh. wish him luck. And everyone's like, oh, it's, you, you can't pronoun shame Ezra Miller. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. He's gonna get. We got Harvey Weinstein getting canceled. We got <laughs> Nazis getting canceled, and now Zack Snyder called him a him. Uh, you were very good in our Flash episode too. You're like, I know I'm gonna screw this up. I I listened, and but you didn't screw it up. <laughs> Steven Spielberg is going like going like. So that there's more than two genders. Did you know this? Yes. Like, <laughs> what you mean? Men can sleep with men, and women can sleep with like what? There are people uh, who uh, aren't white. What's happening? Uh, uh, Apparently being gay is okay now. <laughs> when did this happen? You can get abortions? What? <laughs> well. You know, uh, the, did you know that women can vote? Date. Have you been voting this whole time? I didn't realize. You, you know those people who've got picking cotton? That's illegal now. <laughs> can we cancel that shipment from Africa that we've got coming in? I don't think we're allowed to do that anymore. I just, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to invade that country down south and take it for my own. Did that, was that too far? Um, <laughs> we, we're done, Stephen. We're sorry. <laughs> and sing. <laughs>
I'm just both of these people are very attractive together in the car. This is a sexy <laughs> couple. All right, just this. This is this is Germany's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Austria is Colin. Austria. <laughs> well, they're the actors are German. Well, in the movie, they're Austrian, right? Get it right. <laughs> I don't know if Nicky Lauder's wife was Austrian, I'm assuming. Or maybe he married a German. Good for him. Yeah. Multicultural in Europe. Is Austria and Germany really multicultural, though? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't consider Germany and Austria as like multicultural <laughs> of countries based on their history. Well, Germany's history. Sorry, Austria. <laughs> I know you weren't really, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, now you're grouping them in. I wasn't really volunteering. <laughs> you're like, oh, I feel bad for all these Austrians. Everybody always calls them Germans. You're like, oh, Austria and Germany is one and the same. I'm just thinking like all these poor Austrians are going like, we're not racist, Ben. Ignore <laughs> that famous. I don't think you go to like the Austria, like the Vienna Museum, famous Austrians. <laughs> Number one, Adolf Hitler. Oh, I shouldn't do that sign, that hand when I do that. Um, <laughs> Which I mean, I get what. Who is the most famous? Who's that? Um, that skier. Oh, Schwarzenegger. Which oh, duh. But there's that skier. Is it uh, Helmut? Uh, Her Meyer. What's his name? Wasn't he Austrian? So, I'm looking the in order. The most famous Austrians are Mozart, oh. Sigmund Freud, Analyze Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. So Schwarzenegger's third on the list behind Freud Mo- and Mozart. I'm Monster. Just- Who's the skier? Who's that downhill skier? Hermann Meyer. He was Austrian, wasn't he? Uh, I'm going to look up skier? famous Austrian skier. My, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a Red Bull's Austrian. So Red Bull's very famous. <laughs> the Red Bull, the person? Uh, Dietrich <laughs> Mateschitz, the owner of Red Bull who died recently, uh, but the company Red Bull's Austrian. So. There is a very long list of famous Austrian skiers. Oh, it's, it's uh, is there like a, oh, he won like gold in the 90s, like downhill skier, very famous. <laughs> uh, to be continued. <laughs> Oh, God. I, I know. I'm pretty sure it's like a, yeah. Anyway. Herman Mayer. Herman Mayer. There. That's yeah. the guy. Nagano. 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 Yeah. That's what it was. And you're like, that was like the, the, the 90s when you kind of had these like larger than life um, Austrian and like German and Italian skiers that were just like kicking yeah. ass. And no, Anyway, uh, Skiing Oz coming soon. A spinoff of. <laughs> <laughs> spinning of off we the call podium. that off the podium otherwise. No, I've never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> that award winning show that we do. <laughs> Uh, my name is Miss Diane Huxley, and my son's been kidnapped, and I need to talk to CTU, and I'm single, by the way. <laughs> she's just one of those people. It doesn't matter, like, whatever situation <laughs> yeah. she's in. So, uh, carpe. Uh, <laughs> gun loaded. I like a man in uniform. <laughs> Beaten any uh, black people recently? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's one over there. Because uh, <laughs> that's what checks Connie Britton's boxes. <laughs> I want a nice man, looks good in uniform, beats up black people. <laughs> what have we seen in the past? Like, Connie Britton has AIDS. Like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm Connie Britton. And now Connie Britton the racist. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, got a MAGA hat in the car for me. Uh, See, we, we've so given up trying to get Connie Britton. On the sh- she, will, she will never follow us on Instagram. We have no chance at an interview. Let's just, I don't know. This is slander. It's its not in print. It's not liable. It's slander because it's spoken. Let's, 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 send, let's send her a request. Hey, Connie Britton's manager, we'd love to get her on the show. To follow up on what we've talked about, we've said she has AIDS. She said she's a badass and also that she's slightly racist. Would she like to come on the show to comment? The best thing is we'll get her on during Black History Month or AIDS Awareness Month or something. <laughs> Special December, crossover. December the 1st. Connie Britton has AIDS and is racist. What do you think about that, Connie Britton? Uh, there's, uh, yeah, but there's something with the panic she has. 
and it, I don't, and I don't think it's so obvious that you notice, you know, when you because we are both familiar with Connie Britton, but she wasn't Connie Britton yet at this point. But you can just see like she's a next level actress in this. The, the way that she has this panic over Derek and everything, it's not my baby, my baby, like from Spider Man. <laughs> We're on a lot of Spider Man kicks today. It's not like that. It's just it's so believable, and you actually really feel for her. And you know, often when there's something like this in like a TV show or a movie, where like their child has been kidnapped, you know. I've got children. I, I try to visualize. Them. I'm not immediately. them. <laughs> well, the, the, that's the funny thing is I'm not immediately like, oh man, if that happened, I, I wonder. How, it, it's more like, hmm, I'm not really feeling their frustration or their fear <laughs> here. Let me try to put myself in that. You'll hit you like, hmm, kind of on board with the terrorists here. Yeah. <laughs> So when mm, who do I when know I can, who might have a balaclava and a gun and slight ties to the Middle East? <laughs> so when I'm watching a show like this and I see somebody really an upset, in their but, but but the opposite when when I when I can genuinely feel I'm like oh that's so terrible that their child's kidnapped how is she gonna live with us I'm like I'm feeling for her I wouldn't naturally feel for her so if I'm feeling for Connie Britton then she's doing a good job so what we're establishing is Connie Britton is a racist but she's also the only person on this planet that can get emotions from the vacuous hole that he's Colin Ewing <laughs> yes Colin Ewing has no emotion in life Literally watching a show. He can watch a show where people are like murdering children called Casper, Casey, and Remy. And Not just the men, but the women and the children. They look exactly like his children. He's just going, hmm. Oh, well, that's that's pretty hard. But if Connie Britton is there, oh, my children. It's so sad. It's so Chills the children. No. Not the children. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that scene. is the power of this actress. <laughs> Connie Britton, racist and emotionally stable. What a woman. <laughs> um, there, there's one moment during like the, the Logan uh, scenes with CTU, which by the way, Logan being so timid with CTU last season, like that's done. He is just, he's he's forceful with them. And, and I love condescending Logan here too. He goes, well, the terrorists have taken control of the airport. We're trying to get it shut down. Well, how about talking to them? Have you tried that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Mr. It. President. It hadn't occurred to us, but oh, thanks for the suggestion. Shit. Oh, you're really good at your job. Are you Connie Britton? <laughs> we guys got a plan now. We're going to try talking to them. Logan's idea, but did, I'll take credit for it. Did you ever it. have that, like, um... I mean, you're a little bit older than me, so I guess bullying uh, standards in schools was different when I was there. But like, I remember the anti-bully policy, anti-bullying policy at my high school was: if you were being bullied, look them in the face and say, "Please stop that. I don't like it." So I'm sorry if I've got some kid, which I did a lot of the time, in my face, being all like, "Fuck you, Ben! I'm going to beat the shit out of you." Hey, uh, mate, sorry, I don't like that. Oh shit, sorry, I thought you did. I'll stop immediately. Like, what the fuck? Newtown High School. I'm gonna name drop my high school. Bastard. That, that, that was Trent that Queen was went there. Pre Principal Charles Logan's plan. Principal <laughs> well, Ian Morgan. To them. That's his name. Oh, we got a name. Yeah, name shaming my principal of twenty years ago. 
What's he gonna do? You know I've turned many, out shit anyway. <laughs> you know how many beatings and, and swift kicks of the balls Ben got for trying that strategy, Principal Morgan? You know who else came from my high school? Martin Bryant. What did Martin Bryant do? Killed 35 innocent people at Port Arthur. So I went to the high school of the worst mass shooter in all of Australian history, all right? Happy he was there 20 years before I was, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> ben clarify. contributed to it. If Ben was the bully, he contributed to it. Yeah, so you, you produce mass shooters and bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, new dad. Um, Hi. I, I've, I've got nothing else now that we've checked the boxes of <laughs> children getting murdered and people having AIDS and being racist and bullying, rape. Um, rape. Yeah, look, what else? Who else can we offend and here? That is uh, offensive bingo. <laughs> it's not a Ben fact. Uh, no, that'll get you in more trouble. But yes, uh, Connie Britton, amazing. <laughs> And episode. And thanks, scene. thanks for joining us on the Oz Network. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. That's all. Literally, next week, all we're going to do is like, welcome to 24. We're here for uh, season five, episode four, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Connie Britton is amazing. Buy it. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ben Waterworth. See you next week. <laughs> like, uh, Can that just be our next Patreon episode? Can we literally just come on here and just be like, hi, hey, everyone. Thanks for paying for this episode. Connie Britton is amazing. <laughs> That's all for this week. Colin, thanks for joining us, and goodbye. If we get one new Patreon subscriber this month, we will do Connie Britton is Amazing Patreon episode. I will do Connie Britton. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The next person to sign up to our Patreon, I will get a picture of Connie Britton. I will put (laughs) lipstick on. I will kiss it, and then I will sign it, and then I will send it to you. Done. Yes, absolutely. And I will be that one to sign up for Patreon. Considering that our our last uh, however many Patreons when we have said like, hey, thanks for signing up. These are your perks. Where would you like us to send it to? Have never replied to us. So I like that you take offense to that. It's like they're giving us money expecting nothing in return. But, but like, like I'm not complaining. I'm getting, we're getting free money. All right. We get a share of like 33 cents each. It's fantastic, right? It pays for like a 15th of our annual subscriber cost for our hosting of our platform. But the point is, like, I also don't like being a freeloader. Like, I feel like I need to be, like, I'm not giving him good podcasts. So, like, I feel like I can at least sign something for them, you know? Back in the Survivor Oz days, I got asked my autograph. That was the highlight of my life. Who asks Ben for his autograph? I literally got an email. Who are these people in the world and what terrorists did they become? I literally got an email from a person once who was all like, oh, hey, um, you know, love the show, would really love an autograph. And I literally was like, oh, because that was when we used to like, sometimes we'd get like Purple Kelly or Billy or T-Bird to like sign a poster and give it away as a prize, right? So, <laughs> which which important person would so, you like an autograph but That's of? what I literally was like. I was like, hey, like, you know, thanks very much. Appreciate the support. Uh, we, we don't have any signed posters at the moment, but like, you know, down the line, keep an eye out for it. Literally, he's like, Rebecca's like, no, no, I want your autograph. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, you're my best friend. What's your name? I'll come over for tea. I'll hand deliver it. <laughs> and I think the same person then was kind of like, because this is before we ever did Patreon or anything like that. And it's like, oh, I'd really like to donate some money to the show. So I think I just gave him my personal <laughs> account and took <laughs> money. And I think it was like 150 bucks. It wasn't like 10 bucks or anything. Like it was a lot of money for me at the time. I was unemployed. So was that Chris Dixon? Be honest. If it was, I mean, it would make sense. But no, seriously, like this legitimately happened. Like that actually happened. Like unlike Jared's like, oh yeah, I saw someone sitting on the trains listening to Solara's bullshit. Um, <laughs> but 
Anyway, Survivor Oz uncut. We need to write a book on our Survivor Oz days, don't we? You know? Well, that actually would be a pretty good book. I'm sure both our listeners would love it. <laughs> Give it old Ben Powell. He can write the Ford. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, Max Dawson. Speaking of crap. Um, uh, <laughs> where are we up to? I, I'm not saying I finish watching this movie every time. I'm like, am I in a troops? But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, that line is what makes me think like, okay, is, does this only seem normal to me because this is what I'm presented as being normal? Like if I grew up in this Winnipeg as a bubble and I fell asleep the only time I ever traveled, like is my world real too? She's um, onto us. She's onto us. Play that music. <laughs> uh, so this is where Sophie just walked in with some beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the pizza was for. <laughs> Call it pizza. <laughs> Bubbly. <laughs> Jamie's Marlin. I thought she was Meryl. She's Marlin. Exactly. I'm Meryl, Colin. I love you. <laughs> you and your nurse's outfit. Hello. Oh, you saw Kill Phil. I tried to fit into that. <laughs> and Noah is Kristoff. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's an image. No, Noah's the twins. Take a step back, guys. <laughs> No, it's a caller on the. Oh, that's a lot of cameras. <laughs> oh, how many, how many cameras you got there on the Oz Network? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be real. If Noah's anybody's Paul Giamatti. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, Noah's Holland Taylor. <laughs> it look, looks the and same. Noah's what? Noah's Is Holland the Taylor. <laughs> the antenna. Oh, Holland Is Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> on the antenna. That too. No, Noah is Holland Taylor. I don't blame you guys for being racist. No, <laughs> you're the racist one. <laughs> Says the guy who just automatically went, hey, that Asian actor looks like a guy was in Karate Kid. <laughs> he was the guy in Karate Kid. <laughs> Not racist. <laughs> True, but that to go there. Now would have said, isn't that the guy from The Last Samurai? <laughs> isn't that the guy from this, that? That would have been different. Isn't that Jackie Chan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who would Rocky be in the Truman Show? <laughs> The the Sylvia. He's <laughs> a rock. Sylvia. <laughs> oh no, that's not right. Nick Chester. Rocky Sylvia. batting his eyes. Attractive. <laughs> Nick Chester's an attractive. Nick, Nick Chester's an attractive man. Come on, you'd go there. We all would go there. <laughs> Went a bit awkward. <laughs> ben already did. <laughs> this week on the Oz Network, we asked the question: Who would fuck Nick Chester? Uh, I would. I would. <laughs> he got at least fifty percent of the vote. <laughs> on True Talk, who would fuck? Well, that's that's a lot of gay sex you got going on there. <laughs> who are you, Tom Cruise? <laughs> uh. Amnesia. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about Connie throughout she, the season here. She only has 732,000 followers on Instagram. Make her get a million on Instagram. Although I do see here that Sarah Clark follows Connie Britton. Doesn't that make oh, her good. feel a little bit happier? Oh. <laughs> but does uh, was Roger Cross? Uh, I don't know if I. I don't know. Mary Lynn Ratchkiv does. Uh, oh, Xander good. Berkeley does. Joe. Joe Biden follows Connie Britton. There you go. I literally, so in order of followers, it's showing on my screen of people that I follow. Xander Berkeley, Colin Hilding, 
Joe Biden. Uh, oh, Amy Carlson, Deborah Messing. Oh, look at this. Joe, Kiefer doesn't. Kiefer's. <laughs> He's over her. Joe Biden follows Connie Britton. Oh, that makes me smile. National treasure. Uh, but um, yeah, she basically invites him for Connie breakfast. Doesn't, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Connie follows nobody on Instagram. Connie Britton <laughs> is the type of person that doesn't need to follow anyone. She's Connie you Britton. You all follow me. I'm the queen. You follow me. <laughs> like, Joe Biden follows people, but Connie Britton? I'm not following you back, Joe. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> she's I voted a, for Trump. <laughs> she's the biggest badass on Instagram. I literally love like her first picture there. It's just her sitting in a chair. She's queen. Queen Connie. Doesn't give a shit. I'm not following anyone. I'm Connie Britton. <laughs> that, that's a new Tom Cruise. I'm Connie Britton. <laughs> she she just walks into a shop and just demands shit. Doesn't have to pay for it. I'm Connie Britton. Hi. That's welcome a- to McDonald's, Connie Britton. Thanks. Big Mac. Now. Here it is. Free. I'm Connie Britton. That's when you get Tom Cruise meeting up with her at like the Oscars or something. It's like, hey, listen, I'd really love it if you follow me on Instagram. I'm a big fan. Can you just give me a follow back? And she's like... Pfft. I'm Connie Britton and just walks away from Tom Cruise. <laughs> you know, the whole like, uh, what is it? Um, oh, uh, oh, I can't remember what I'm trying to think of, but it's just, yeah, literally, it's just, I want a t shirt now that just says, <laughs> Yes. I'm Connie Britton. I'm Connie Britton. <laughs> you know what? We, 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 it became an unfortunate thing. I, I don't even remember how the joke started. <laughs> the Connie Britton has AIDS last season. Oh. Uh, we needed something to replace that because I told Jamie about the Connie Britton has AIDS. Like, how could you say that? You love Connie Britton. I'm like, yeah, but you know, it, it was a joke and somehow it started, but now it's erased. I'm Connie Britton. <laughs> Johnny, J- Johnny, Joe Biden follows 107 people. One of them is Connie Britton. And Connie Britton doesn't, I'm trying to see, does he follow other actors? He follows Mark Hamill. He follows Billie Eilish. Uh, <laughs> oh, you lost me, Joe. Fo- Joe, no! Biden, Joe Biden follows Deborah Messing. Uh, <laughs> there you go. He has a type, redheaded middle-aged women. <laughs> I, I, I'm blown away by that. Connie Britton is just like, fuck you all. I'm not following anyone. Like, <laughs> Joe Biden follows Jennifer Garner. So, um, wow. Follows Michelle Kwan. He's definitely got a type. Connie Britton, fuck you all. I'm not following anyone. Zero following. This is crazy. Not even her Friday Night Light people. The Friday Night Light cast is like notoriously like extremely tight even to this day. And she's like, I'm not following any of you back. You follow me. Oh, I'm Connie Britton. <laughs> what, what a woman. What a woman. I, I just, you know, Barack Obama follows nine people. All right. <laughs> Probably the most famous person on the planet follows more people. Think does Connie Britton not have a husband or children or like you know like a dog account? Uh, her agent, <laughs> even her dog. I'm gonna create an account. My dog will follow me. I do not follow the dog. <laughs> like if there's a percentage of people who like like a, a, a like like followers to following ratio, right? Like I don't know who like isn't um, Taylor Swift probably or Justin Bieber the most followed person on Instagram? Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. I'm sure even they like follow people, right? I like, we'll probably never get Connie Britton on the show. We got Fran Dresser on the show. If we got Connie Britton on the show, Connie, thanks to the Oz Network. Great having you. First question, will you follow us on Instagram? <laughs> One follower, the Oz Network. You, you can unfollow us before the show's over. We just want that screenshot. <laughs> oh, I love this woman. Love her. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, and, and no one ever talks about an American pie. Um, that pie got raped. That pie didn't consent. You know, did that? Yeah. 
You froze there for a second. Oh. Well, I'm back. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> I guess we're not editing that out. That's funny. Um, but yeah, no, that... <laughs> Back to my joke. That pie got raped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, um, that that's the worst time for Colin to cut out um, a slight a that, pie that rape have, joke. Ben was like sweating there. He's like, "Listen, Colin is the one person who stuck by me despite all the things I've said, and now he's gone." Yeah, exactly. Ben gets cancelled because Colin finally hung up. <laughs> nope, I've had it with your rape jokes, Ben. A pie rape joke is too far. That's no, one too far. No, pies are living beings. Hmm. What? This person doesn't get drunk. That man doesn't doesn't consume alcohol like a normal man. He sweats it out and just sucks it up because <laughs> he's pissed Brosnan and he's never been drunk in his life. He's drunk on attractiveness. <laughs> he walks into a room and everyone gets drunk and he's rugged good luck. Drunk on masculinity. <laughs> Six appeal. <laughs> I just walked into a bookstore. There's a picture of Pierce Brosnan on the front cover, drunk in masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's him like this. Like, and, and on his, like, you know, like rested palms. <laughs> That's a scent, drunk in masculinity. The new scent by Pierce Brosnan. So either that or like ice cubes and chest hair. <laughs> the autobiography of Pierce Brosnan. That's a TLC a song, isn't it? Of ice cubes and chest hair. Ice <laughs> cubes and masculinity. Pierce Brosnan <laughs> is the man for you. That was it, wasn't it? Was that TLC? Was that Chasing Waterfalls? Yeah, well, that's what you were singing. I used to always think that song was called Jason Waterfalls. I think we talked about this for you. And I, every, once, every time that song comes on, I'll always be like, don't go Jason Waterfall. <laughs> so I'm just thinking of a boys to men song. I'll put masculinity on you when I want you to. I'm Pierce Brosnan. That's the only boys to men song. All their songs sound the same. They all sound like I'll make love to you, don't they? Eat some ice off of me. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one they did with Mariah Carey? Oh, uh, one sweet day. One sweet Brosnan masculinity. <laughs> oh. Man's oozing it. Just dripping from it. He just walks into a that swimming pool was Pierce Brosnan masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> that was empty on the day they filmed that. Like Pierce standing in the pool. Woof. <laughs> you know that Boxing Day tsunami? Pierce Brosnan went for a swim in the Indian Ocean that day. <laughs> Since then, he hasn't gone swimming in the ocean since. <laughs> They're trying to put out the wildfires in Alberta. They just need to rip Pierce Brosnan up here. Just exude masculinity. <laughs> they squeeze him like a sponge. <laughs> there we go. Done. You're saved, New York. <laughs> you know, deep impact when the tidal wave like comes. It wasn't, oh, yeah. it, it wasn't a meteorite. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> just mopped his brow of some masculinity. Woo. <laughs> that is so attractive. He's <laughs> <laughs> just so good looking. <laughs> Literally never seen anything like it in my life. <laughs> I, 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 I questioned my sexuality just by even thinking about it. <laughs> There's no such thing as gay with Pierce Brosnan in this world. It's just human nature. Like little fish like Pierce. Like it's it's bestiality is okay. Like it's 
Oh, <laughs> uh, I wonder what Marley Wilson thought of Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> oh my god. Even I go there. <laughs> Can we just take a moment to pause and li- reflect that we live in a world where a man that beautiful <laughs> exists? <laughs> you know how Bo Derek was a perfect 10? Yeah. It's a perfect 11. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> oh, God. He's just so attractive. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> Me too. He's on my wall. There he is. <laughs> I'm over here. Every, every James Bond actor is looking at him. <laughs> this Look is at the... You're right. This is like the 70s. Every guy had Farrah Fawcett or Bo <laughs> Derek on the wall. We fly forward to 2023. Every guy's got Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Can you please? I want you for a Christmas present for you and I. Go back to Tea Public or whatever the shirt store was. I just want you to find a picture of Pierce Brosnan. Just any picture that's on a t-shirt. I want us wearing Pierce Brosnan t-shirts at some point this year. That's I'll pay for the shipping. Oh, I just I just we'll I just Photoshop a Santa hat on him and a bow <laughs> on his chest, bow right in his chest there. I get the Bo Derek famous ten poster and put yeah, <laughs> his face and chest there. I don't want Bo Derek's just... body. <laughs> it's got boobs and a vagina. Oh my lord. Oh, what a man. <laughs> I just want to stop recording and masturbate. We, <laughs> we grew up and became our moms. <laughs> oh, our moms would be so proud of us right now, Colin. Oh, mom's looking down right now. That's my boy. <laughs> Oh, I never wanted my son to be gay until he met Pierce Brosnan, Terry. <laughs> if we ever, for whatever reason, it's never going to happen, get Pierce Brosnan on this show, we are playing that clip for him. <laughs> you are just so attractive. <laughs> it's breathtaking. If Natalie Portman and Pierce Brosnan walked into my house right now, I'm telling you who I'm going to bed with, and it's not the one who played Padme. <laughs> Is this something you want to tell me? <laughs> I want Pierce Brosnan in the white outfit from Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I call it aggressive negotiations. I want Pierce Brosnan as the L and TLC. <laughs> you just want it to be called PPP. TPC. TLP. PLC. <laughs> so uh, Robin Williams has gone to the toilet. Um, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm looking at him now getting like the Heimlich maneuver and I'm just thinking about what I could do in that position. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a bottom for Pierce. <laughs> He's not a top. Oh, I'm not a top for Pierce. Being a bottom for Pierce, the Ben Waterworth story. <laughs> um, basically, this whole sequence is Robin Williams going between both. He's getting it significantly drunker. <laughs> what? <laughs> between both? What? <laughs> I can't choose Sally Field, Pierce Brosnan. Now that I'm here, <laughs> can I have both? 
<laughs> it's like that uh, that meme of the old El Paso out of that little girl. Why not both? <laughs> World Three songs of this movie. Hey, you know no, no, no. Great song. I, I, you know, I've had periods where I didn't mind oh, the Smashing Pumpkins. Hope you some tampons. <laughs> tampons or pads, Colin. This is very open of you to I admit like, on the air. I like to go all natural, just a paper towel underneath me. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pass me the paper towel, would you? Why, well, I got my period again. Well, at least you're not pregnant. Oh, silver lining. Uh, <laughs> Colin admits again. the truth on the Oz Network. It's about time. Speaking of blood, the world is a vampire. Um, and uh, the smash- Get away from Billy Corgan. <laughs> you can start to see a lot of George Lucas's regulars or just good friends Chewbacca. pop out of this movie. Chewbacca is in this great. film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chewbacca was one of the seat covers in Harrison Jar-Jar. Ford's car. That's what he was. Jar-Jar was in the dance scene. I think he was in Flash Cadillac and the Continental Kid. I think he was the Continental Kid, Jar Jar Binks. Meet a continental kid. <laughs> Johnny, be Let's good. Go the, let's go to the hut. One, two, three Mr. o'clock, <laughs> four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven. Five, six, seven. <laughs> we got to rock. I'm around the clock tonight. Meet a gonna rock around. <laughs> let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning now. Come on the safari with me, sir. Come on the safari with me, sir. We're down in the Louisiana in the New Orleans. <laughs> Why does he say like Elvis and Cookie Monster now? <laughs> Uh, we need more well, best of clips this year. Thanks for that. Yeah, we're working hard on these. These are not scripted in any way. And like, this is again where Paul should be a little bit more upset because like he was shooting at Jack, not you. And now you just took a bullet for the man. I owe you. No, at least be like, I'm shot. Seriously. Like, can anything else go right for me today? Um, <laughs> oh God, this is the worst day ever. Yeah, like seriously, I get electrocuted. My wife leaves me for this guy. And then I have to take a bullet for him. I was Come on a very on. fast plane. I'm very jet lagged. I don't know. What I time. own 20 corporations. I have my name on 50 leases and uh, this is how I'm going. Out. I'm connected to terrorists, but I didn't set off an AMP. Maybe I should have. <laughs> oh, my head. Now I'm shot. Oh, God, and I didn't turn the oven off. My house is going to be burnt down. <laughs> Rover hasn't got these biscuits. Oh, shit. And I didn't pay the rent. Oh, no. Oh. This day couldn't get any worse. Oh, and the Dodgers I'm lost. Rains. Fucking and this hell. is the worst. This is the worst day of my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I just want a season of 24 where it's not like, I am federal agent Jack, but this is the worst day of my life. It's like, he's getting wild. I just want like somebody's like, oh, I slept in by my alarm. Oh, I missed the bus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my coffee's too hot. Oh, I put on the wrong shoes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sounds like me. Um. Oh, the Tinder girl I liked didn't swipe right. I mean, no. Oh. <laughs> Max Dawson's trashing me again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's 2023. Come on. It, it was NASCAR great Carl Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that wasn't right. That was funny. You're on fire today. But like, I just love that line because like, you know, like I got like the, the prime minister of Swaziland's calling up like Mr. President. Good job. Oh, the president of Lesotho. There you go. Oh, freaking Johnny Depp. Hello, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Sorry, Mr. Prime Minister of England. I've got Johnny Depp on the line. Don't mind me. <laughs> Hello, Johnny Depp. Thanks for congratulating me. Like, also, like, I get this is kind of a thing, like, like 
global politicians will call each other, but like it's much more of a Twitter thing now, isn't it? Like people will tweet out, but like, is this the arrogance of America that after stopping a terrorist attack, they're expecting phone calls? And is this like, well, they did stop like five terrorist attacks today. (laughs) Okay. Fair point. But like, I'm not going to name countries because I'll probably get called racist, but there are other countries in the world where worse shit happens than America. If there's a Yemen, if there's a genocide in Yemen, you know, 17 mold gets shot. There's apparently like a freaking um, a coup going on right now in Nigeria, in Africa, which no one's talking about, right? Fucking Jack Bauer goes to Nigeria and like freaking stops it, stops 17 terrorist attacks, whatever. Fucking Joe Biden calling up the president of Nigeria. I'm going to look up at the president of Nigeria because I really want to know who this person is. And like, kind of like, hey, President Joe. Well, no. Arrogance of America to be like, call me. I stopped something. In reality. Bazoum is the president of Nigeria. Mohammed Bazoum, I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about your politics. I don't know if you're a good guy or a bad guy. If there's a coup going on, I'm guessing some people disagree with you. But, like, why on earth, like, I don't know what I'm saying. The point is, arrogant America. I love you, America. You're arrogant. In reality, when that phone call comes in, it's where we got the president in Nigeria online. He's like, it's pronounced Nigeria. <laughs> Nigeria doesn't exist. Joe Biden's going like, like, Nigeria. I thought it was Nigeria, sir. They're different countries. No, they're not. <laughs> Next you tell me there's two Koreas. We got the, the president of Senegal on the line. You mean Sengala? Yeah. <laughs> Turkmenistan's online. You mean Uzbekistan? No, Kazakhstan. How many stands are there? God damn it. One of the stands is on the line. Oh, stand number two to stand number three. Um, <laughs> go. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it is very much. I mean, I could also imagine, though, because of the conference with the Russians that was going on, that it would be bigger news around the world and maybe they're picking this up in Niger. <laughs> they're picking up the news. But, Flavor uh, of the month. We've never it, mentioned Niger on this show ever. Yeah. <laughs> we More were than due. a thousand episodes. <laughs> we'll tick off your country bingo at home. Get a scratch map. Every country we've ever mentioned on the Oz Network and you win a prize. You know, we have analytics. Can we actually see if we have any listeners there? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, do they even have the internet in Niger? I don't know much about the country. Like, I mean... Oh, now you've offended all our listeners well, in if Niger. if they don't have the internet, then they're not listening, so they're not going to get offended. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a good I'm going to look up and see if we have any listeners there. Uh, it's, I, I really hope we do all of a sudden, actually. I kind of, I'm, I'm a big geography man. I can download locations right now of all time of our listeners from around the world. And I'm really sincerely hoping we have a listener from Nigeria. Cause if we do, I want to get you on the show. Maybe the president listens. Like, I don't know. Um, we do not Nigeria. Oh, uh, so well, how got, big are we in Nigeria? Uh, only ever had 12 listeners in the history of, uh, I don't know if that's like this week or like in history, but, um, our, our, our countries begin with them. We have Nepal, Netherlands, New Zealand, Nigeria, Norway. No Nigeria. That's our new goal, Colin, to uh, crack the Nigeria market. Can we just get like some exclusive advertisement there? Like, what, what, what's like the the big TV show we could buy a thirty second spot on? Nigeria's got talent. Um, Nigeria, Nigeria uh, Idol. Uh, here we go. If I go, I can go to the uh, Apple Podcast All Podcast Nigeria charts. So the number one podcast in Nigeria right now is uh, Abdul Rahman Asudas, Muslim Muslim Central. The top five 
podcasts are all from a channel called Muslim Central. So do you know much about Muslims being in the middle? I, I don't know. No, I just, I just, I tried, this is, this is just showing how terrible this world is. I tried to look up what the biggest TV shows were in Niger and Google corrected me that it's Nigeria. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. Well, just going on some of their other episodes at number 22 on the all podcast chart of Nigeria from the adult film star network, Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. Ooh, <laughs> they're a bit naughty, uh, Niger. They're into uh, their... Does Nigeria have an ice hockey team? Um. <laughs> In the, the junior Goodwill Games, they did. <laughs> There's a Nigerian men's national fielder. It's not Nigeria. Nigeria. All right? Look at this. Terrible Google. I know. They're different countries. God damn it. Anyway, thoughts to all the people listening to Nigeria when they hear this in like 2029 or something like that. <laughs> Niger has never won a gold medal in the Olympics, but they did win a silver oh, in Rio. What'd they win in? Uh, looking it up, they won a silver in Taekwondo. Oh, good for Niger. Well done. You Taekwondo, and those people. That was their first medal since 1972 in Munich when they won a bronze in boxing. Oh, you're saying they've actually won? Well, I thought they would have never won any. Good for them. Um, can I get a fun fact about Niger? Uh, I, don't, I, I literally know nothing about the country. If I Google it, you get a picture of a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, one of the hottest, hottest countries in the world. Uh, a 30 foot herbivorous dinosaur lived. They, they love their dinosaurs, apparently, in Niger. So, Jurassic Park, Dominion, Niger. Good for them. Better uh, than what we actually got. Have we talked way too much about the country of Niger? <laughs> <laughs> Did you honestly think when we, we got to get a listener <laughs> when you when we started this podcast that like I'm literally going to write the the synopsis of this episode is going to be welcome you know this is a massive episode the twist is here as we recap episode blah 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 I'm literally going to write Nigeria 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 <laughs> I'm going to write it fifty times and then I'm going to end it with and what about that twist question mark listen now. <laughs> That is the synopsis of this episode. If you are reading, I I, I might avoid it only because if people are only glancing at it, oh, they may that's think true. that it's oh. reading something else. Shit, uh, I avoided a lawsuit. Oh, that's a solid point. <laughs> Good job, Colin. You saved me. You said. <laughs> <laughs> because then Mac Dawson would have been right. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm going to write African country where we need more listeners. African country. I'm going to write that like 30 times. Oh, fuck. Actually, I'm sure Max also will still find an issue with it. <laughs> I think I told the story before about how I discovered what the N-word was accidentally as a child when I discovered what the country of Niger was. I There was a book in my primary school library and it was like about the country of Niger. So my friend and I saw it. And we thought it was pronounced an inappropriate way. And we were like, I don't know, eight at the time. So we thought it was a funny word. So we kept calling each other that word, not knowing anything about it. And then one night at the kitchen table, I was eating dinner with my mum, my dad and my sister. My sister was being annoying. I called her the N word. I learned a history lesson that day. (laughs) I had no dinner, I went to bed and I was locked in my room for about a month. And that's how Ben became a racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that is a true story. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so, uh, yeah, African, I'm just going to write African country. Uh, I don't even know. I'll word it something. It's funny. Ha. Moving on. Um, so, yep. Uh, 
prominent people in America. That would have made the best stop. But that segment went on for way too long. It wasn't that funny. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this episode, things are going to be the best stop. I'm not editing all that out. Um, or maybe I just did. Yeah, fuck it. I did already. Why not? The best stop's already long enough this year already. I got, I got to bring that up. Just you brought it up, Paul. You know I'm going to mention it. That wouldn't happen to be a certain yes. uh, defecating in a in a jacuzzi scene, would a it? Jacuzzi. Mm. It was it was dirt and Coca Cola. I just want to you know burst the bubble. Stop it! Wait a minute! I'm back up. That was you. <laughs> that was me. And let me tell you something. I oh, have this. Paula, I, I, that's iconic. Right? That, that's an iconic scene. But literally, I think I've seen it once. And if you look closely, you see me laughing. And I was saying to Ben that, like, I told them I'm going to do two takes and I'm done and I'm moving on because I'm not doing this anymore. Um, But again, I almost didn't do the show because of that. And because of the other like reveal with the body, I'm like, oh, no. You know, Carly Simon was not talking about me when she said Warren Beatty was it was me. It wasn't Warren Beatty. I'm very, very vain, especially back then when I was like 30 or 28 or whatever I was. Um, so I'm really surprised I did it because, you know, that's not easy to do. It's just feels so ridiculous. Well, you saw that, you that know? reaction straight away there from Ruth that even now it's, it's a scene that people remember. So, I mean, Shocking. I'm sorry, <laughs> Ruth. I'm sorry to bring that back. Hold on. I can't see this. Somebody the, who wants to come to the women's world club, women's world cup with me has more Twitter followers than Paula Matt. <laughs> yep. If you're living oh, in that's Sydney, gonna get, ladies. That's going to get you some action. Can you change your profile picture to Paula Mack? <laughs> I don't want to You be might hit more action. I don't want to be inundated, Colin. All right, I'm a busy man. <laughs> a lot of tw- a lot of 12-year-old girls, Ben. <laughs> your type. That's a different Twitter, uh, Tinder, Colin. We don't talk about that one on here. But, uh, that's it's called this Kinder. One t- <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second, but I got it. <laughs> that's a good joke. That was pretty good. That deserved that. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I've worked on my like. I, I'm giving my like. That's good. That's a bloody good joke. Uh, anyways, so th- th- that's down. one of those spontaneous. <laughs> that's one of those spontaneous things George Lucas would do. Eleven takes to get. Uh- <laughs> okay, gotta ask the question here. Just looking this at a 2023 lens. Appropriate to sleep in bed with your boob hanging out, your little naked child and a naked man. Like I'm just saying, like I've gone yeah, to jail I for mean, this. Um, <laughs> yeah, this this kid is I don't know two three years old here. Like it is actually a thing. One of the things we learned when we had all of our kids is there's a thing called skin to skin, which they encourage for parents, not not friends of the family, just you know, uh, but <laughs> specifically <ticket>. for parents. <laughs> when when a baby's born, they encourage basically. You know, you two have them you on two. you. It's gonna be they come in the bed. I'm Bono. Gonna... I'm naked. Give me your child. <laughs> oh, the sweetest thing! <laughs> it's a beautiful day. <laughs> Sunday, bloody Sunday. Ooh, too far. With or without you. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm at a place called Vertigo. <laughs> I want Bono doing skin to skin with children on <laughs> Sunday, Bloody Sunday. He's got his sunglasses on. She's glasses. Knocks on the door. Hello there, I'm Bono. I'm here to be naked with your child. <laughs> Here's my friend The Edge. He's also here to do it. What would you prefer? Uh, still haven't found what I'm looking for. Discotech. 
Underrated song. I like this. Disco tech. Da, 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 da. Where the children have no name. Uh, I actually kind of want to do skin to skin and disco tech now. I mean, I got no Whoa. more kids, so I can't. I, even say I want to do skin to skin now. with Bono. <laughs> I oh, do. Why not? Or the the Edge? <laughs> the other two guys? Would you would you rather do skin to skin with Bono or the Edge? Let us know via the Oz Network <laughs> Patreon page. <laughs> Joe Biden sometimes like lays in bed and goes, Jill, I don't know what I'm doing. Give me my sunglasses. Yeah. I, how do you impersonate Joe Biden? Like, hey, 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 I'm Joe Biden. Like, I don't know. What's I'm that? an old man. <laughs> oh, my back. Oh, get me I back. could be dead at any minute. <laughs> I got Joe Biden on the line. Hello, Joe. Why do people keep singing love to me? I don't get the joke. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Joe. I'm Joe. I did my back. I might be dead. Do 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 do. Cute, cute president, you're gonna die tonight. Cute president, you're gonna die tonight outside. Um, I like Joe Biden. He, he, radio killed the radio star. I remember the days of radio uh, before all the bad things of television. He's old. Those kids watching their tube. You're like 80 something. Like, Jesus. 80 is old. <laughs> I'm an old man. I love it when he like posts like a video on social media. He's like, US men's soccer team. Go get them at the World Cup. Go kick some balls. Go kick <laughs> some balls. Go kick some balls. Like, I like it was Joe like, Biden. The other day, well, it wasn't even the other day. LeBron James breaks the record. Like three weeks later, he's like, hey, LeBron, my man. <laughs> you broke the record. Go. <laughs> Go, you Guy. I'm surprised he didn't come out and be like, you know, oh, Mr. Chamberlain, 100 <laughs> points in a game. <laughs> go. Uh, go. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden's go-to is, Joe says go. <laughs> Neil Armstrong, you're landing on the moon. Go. <laughs> I remember my days with John Glenn back in primary school. <laughs> Hey, right, brothers, you're flying. <laughs> Go. <laughs> oh, God. Old oh, gummy Joe. Uh, oh, wrong Joe. Um, President, uh, I was about to call him President Itson. Rest in peace. Uh, so, oh, I wish. Oh, God. He, I don't know. He, who'd you rather, President Itson or President Biden? I mean, he's got to go with Itzen, right? He's going to liven up the place a bit. <laughs> True. He polishes, like, Emmys and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so he's all like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Um, and he's like, I'm going to call the Attorney General. Go! Uh, <laughs> go! <laughs> um, Ow! Would you throw something at me for, Jamie? <laughs> Whatever that was, that hurt! You know you know what she just threw at me? You know these things, the childproof doorknob things? They're very sharp. She literally threw this in my back. <laughs> hey, so just call my name. I wasn't trying to murder you. Wow. Wow. Everybody tuning into our best of uh, for 2025 gets to hear Jamie hitting me in the back with a childproof doorknob. I literally went to talk about Lennox and I hear Michael Jackson on the line. Ow. I was wondering. Yes. 
Uh, what do you think that you're going to? Because I'm trying a new recipe. Tonight. I'll be okay, done in 20 well, minutes. Should, we'll be done in 20 to 30 minutes. There's no way you could have texted me that. You might as well just throw <laughs> a sharp plastic object at my back. It wasn't sharp, it's round. It broke open. <laughs> you want to come stab this in your head and see if it's sharp? Come give throw me it in your back. See how you feel. Come give him a kiss. Give your husband a kiss. Oh. Wow. Well, she's trying out a new recipe. It better be good. This way. I, I feel like Tony now. I got hit in the back. <laughs> With a doorknob. <laughs> this this week on Family Drama, uh, Colin gets hit in the back. I just I just really appreciate this owl that we get interrupted. Damn murder, best of's really. Uh... Usually I can like hear if somebody's coming down the stairs, so I look. But she, I don't know how long she'd been standing there. <laughs> I wasn't I need to, it hit me in the back. I need I need to go back and watch the video footage of this. I do appreciate the fact that uh, this made the 2023 best of, and people are hearing this on January the first, 2024. So oh, you can tell this when we just, record these episodes. This is the tease. Yeah. <laughs> don't bother tagging the. I, I don't know, million very, very famous people in this, but please tag Paul Lamatt. Just make him the one guy we tag in this movie when we put it up well, on Twitter. in all honesty, all these things to do on Twitter is retweet people. So um, we He'll might... He'll retweet us! Maybe in the Again, Oz Network, more followers than Paul Lamatt. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a... And that's not right! I'm actually very angry about that. I don't want more followers than Paul Lamatt. This is a talented man! He was a, one of George Lucas's talented stars. Excuse me? We're certainly not Paula Matt talented. We interviewed I mean, Fred Dresser. <laughs> <laughs> he burnt Farrah Fawcett's bed. We've <laughs> had Anthony Rocky on this show. Excuse me? <laughs> he was a co-host. How dare you? It was funny. When you said that, I actually had like this sadness. I'm like, I don't deserve to be better than Paula Matt. Well, I'm not saying we're terrible. I, I, there's times where I tell Jamie, you should really listen. That episode was pretty good. <laughs> we're not Paula Mac good. I've worked my ass off to the bone for this show, Colin Hildy. <laughs> well, then maybe you should be in the next Paula Matt film. Maybe he can cast us. If he retweets us, he might cast us as well, and then we'll be even more famous. I don't think he's acted since 2009, but I would be honored to be in a Paula <laughs> Matt film. Wait, not only does we have more followers than Paula Matt, but we have more work. This really is bad. Like, this is terrible. I, I want to give this guy a little. I know what? Come, if you learn carpentry, Paula Matt, <laughs> take up Harrison Ford's mantle. Come build my house. <laughs> Paula Matt, I, I, we, we want you to take over Harrison Ford's carpentry, which hasn't been active since 1977. Become a carpenter. I will help you finish my Renault basement. I've got a half done right now. Behind the camera, there's a whole laundry room that we <laughs> built. Paula Matt, build my basement. And I will I will do you a solid, Paula Matt. You can be, you can be Phil's brother and kill Phil 3. <laughs> That's what you can be, Paula Matt. Good for you. Uh, there's these times where it's like, hey, we got a best of moment. Then there's other times where it's like, this is 100% real. Like, I do not feel right. <laughs> More followers than Paula Matt. I, I'm honestly going to change our tagline on our Twitter <laughs> to more followers than Paula Matt. <laughs> the most entertaining. So it's, it's stuck at the most entertaining TV and film podcast on the internet. More followers. <laughs> Is there a way to take somebody in that? I think you can. Um, Don't, because then he'll never retweet our episode. Don't. Uh, Paul Lamatt. <laughs> <laughs> Do I make it with Paul, with more followers than Paul? Yeah, with more followers than Paul Lamatt. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got to be retweeted by Paul Lamatt. That will make up for everything. 
Shall, shall we just, let's let's do that right now. Uh, currently recording our American graffiti recap. Uh, if only. Uh, <laughs> I just saw, I just saw <laughs> If only Paula Matt would retweet us to help get us some listeners for it. Come on the show yes. too, Paul. Seriously, I I would love to talk to Paula Matt on here. We'd love to um, have you. Um, let's talk about Toad. <laughs> incredible moment where he's like throwing it up in the air to throw it in his mouth and Sala snatches it the last second and you see the monkey's dead bad dates uh now this I've is what confused because it's a, <laughs> a lot of them. Oh! oh that's not the bit oh what was that <laughs> that was um, a theme of a show that is not that happening like, <laughs> that sounded like noah giving birth <laughs> i was meant to say bad day i had a few of them uh but i ended up playing the asa theme uh which yeah Oh, so that's that's Matt Dyson doing the the Survivor opening. <laughs> oh! Got shot, basically. Uh, apparently, <laughs> wow, that was awkward. Noah giving oh, okay. birth. Yeah. <laughs> oh! What would that be like? Noah giving birth. Can we get that AI thing to paint a picture of it? <laughs> Noah girls <laughs> giving birth. <laughs> oh God, what's that website? I need to see that right now. They all cost money now, and they're all not great. Ah. Uh, okay, so yeah, he almost gets poisoned by the bad day. And this confused me when I was a kid uh, because I assumed if this monkey's smart enough to do Heil Hitler and he's smart enough to work with the Nazis, then it would know that one of their henchmen just poisoned it. And I'm like, why did it eat it? I don't understand. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, maybe he didn't poison it and they actually are bad dates. <laughs> Sorry, these ones are spoiled. I forgot. I told my kid to put out the wrong ones. Uh, told your kid so, to put out bad dates? Why does that sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> It became the bad date <laughs> in some cases. Uh, so uh, we have them now in the desert. This is the dig site and the digger uh, <laughs> site. And Indy is, of course, Harrison Ford, another white man playing in Hill Eastern. Oh, uh, he's got his little robe here and Saul is guiding him around, basically showing him the sites here. And then they're, they're looking for the map room. And uh, I love the overhead shot. Like, again, things you had to do for real back mm. in uh 1981 where you had hundreds of extras in this massive excavation site and uh they're going to the map room and they i love how discreet they're just like <laughs> you can almost what are you laughing at <laughs> <laughs> i managed to find some image generator thing and this is where i got, you got I mean, it <laughs> i don't even know how to describe this look at this <laughs> Can <laughs> you send that in our group chat with Noah? What even is that? I love that. I'm guessing that's supposed to be the dad behind him, but like they both, they look like the same person. That is terrifying. <laughs> that is literally so scary. And why does Noah have boobs? <laughs> Do I send to eat the baby milk? Do I send it without context? (laughs) I mean, this is something that I think needs context. (laughs) You're not going to give context to this. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I'm so glad we podcast and don't do video episodes. Uh, keep talking. I'm just going to say when you're well, not bored, that's not the right word. When you're recording an episode on Indiana Jones and we want to want no gross. Giving birth looks like this is what an AI generator says. <laughs> I mean, it's a, if you look at the picture, it's like Noah just looked in the mirror and realized how how terrifying he is, and he's looking at himself right. Now. Oh, I'm giving birth, and I'm hitting ah! The one in the background, the dad, as you said, looks like a, looks like the Nepalese, the white man in the Nepalese yeah. makeup. <laughs> Why do you even know what's happening in this image? Uh, he's sitting cross-legged too. What's <laughs> Those are little stump legs. This leg here is like connected to a couch. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then that's like going on there. Oh, this is <laughs> this is great. This is fantastic. This is why we don't get nominated uh, for awards. Um so yeah, Indy's going into the map room. I love though they're just sort of discreetly <laughs> that one is really terrifying. <laughs> I don't even know what is happening here. Like his legs are tied into his dick and he's just... <laughs> we should Photoshop this into an Indiana Jones poster. <laughs> what how many of these I get for free? Keep talking. I'm going to Indiana Jones, like <laughs> hanging out with Noah. I don't know. We could have fun with this. Uh, so they go into the map room. I love how he's discreetly like, do, 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 do. And then drops the staff in there. Indy's on the inside. Uh, Saul has already hauled up the, or he hasn't hauled up, but the Nazis have found him there. So, the rope is out. Indy's got the <laughs> no, staff. He's accurate. reading. <laughs> so he drives off. Um, probably the best part of this movie is when I hear Gary Newman's cars. Um, oh, there's a there's a pedo that belongs in this movie. <laughs> is Gary Newman a pedo? Is he? Yeah. Is he? Are you that was sure? one of my one of my few notes in this movie. Yeah. Are you hundred percent sure this isn't Larry the uh, Cable Guy? This is guy. not a Larry not the Gary Cable Glitter Guy. Glitter no. you're thinking about here. <laughs> oh, is it Gary Glitter? I oh, think hold it's on Gary a second. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Retraction. Wrong. Famous Gary. I'm like thinking I've never heard of Gary Newman being a pedophile. Man, uh, he's joined the Larry the Cable oh, Guy club. <laughs> no, not Gary Newman. Here Gary in, Newman got fingered by Gary Glitter. <laughs> here in my car. My kids feel safest at all. No. <laughs> oh, Gary Newman. Apologize to Gary Newman, Colin. I'm sorry, Gary. Because I, I was going to say, I love this song, and I was sorry that he was a pedo, but now I'm not sorry. You're a good guy, Gary. You need Every time you go to the ice hockey and you hear, -na 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 -na, hey, rock and roll, that's where you got to feel dirty. That's, that's a, a pedo, pedo song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this girl was kidnapped an hour ago. They didn't fly her. From Washington, D.C. here, which means the daughter came with her, yeah. which means you've got somebody here watching her. It's, it, it shouldn't bother this me as much as it actually sucks. does. <laughs> Let's bin everything that came Such before this. Shit. Episode one, bin. Episode two, bin. Episode three, we're really binning you. Give back your Emmy season five of 24. You're shit. And you know what? Just in protest, I'm going to go back and I'm buying every episode in season two. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> that Cougar storyline was fucking genius. <laughs> Some bullshit right here. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to what I was getting at. Uh, Evelyn is just like 30 seconds later, completely assaulted by Wayne and Aaron. <laughs> Where was this in the Hi, Barbie Evelyn. movie? 
Fucking sexist <laughs> bullshit right here. Uh, sexist movie, by the way, I just want to point out, when they're with our old Monobrow 1 and Monobrow 2, when she's gone on her jail speech, I wrote this down. She's like, I want him to go to jail. I want him to die in prison. To which then Ian Holmes like, we will get he and he. I'm like, well, women can kill kids in buses too. Um, They're called Dolores. Exactly. <laughs> so sexist town implying that only a man can be a criminal in an equal opportunity world of 2023. Both genders are allowed to be criminals. All right. Women, if you're listening, go out we, there and break laws. You're allowed to. We support women power. women's rights. Women, you have the right to go out and murder and there steal. There are too many men in prison. It's too it's sexist. We need more women in our prisons. I'm just saying. Yes, we want equal rights in prison. If we're all for quotas and equality, then uh, more women in prison. More women should rape. That's a thing. Uh, <laughs> okay, that is not something that just got out of this country. I regret saying that, but it should be more equal. All right? <laughs> moving on. Um, moving on. <laughs> there are things that I say that shouldn't be said, and I say them, and anyone else would edit it out. But probably, again, as always, make the best of. Um. So, all right. Old bad actress is on the phone here. Daddy, daddy, I need money. What's she diagnosed with? So they don't actually say, but she's basically saying, I went to give blood because that's how badly I needed money. And I tested positive, which I'm assuming it's supposed to mean HIV. She has AIDS. Yeah. Um, she definitely has AIDS. She definitely has AIDS, which is... But does she? Because Ian Holm says, can I get another test done? Like, I, I, And we never actually find out. Like, no daughter of mine has AIDS. Well, no, I, I think this is somebody that like... It, I'm sure everybody's kind of known a person like this. Like they've always got a story for something with AIDS. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, they've always got a story. Oh, I need help because of this, because of this, because of this. And at some point you're just like, I'm not going to believe a word they say. Maybe this is a pitch of hers. We don't actually, I don't think it actually gets resolved in the movie. So we get a bit more with Dolores. And so her, her, what's it's her. It's not implied that her husband was injured in the bus crash. Her husband's just in a wheelchair already. He right? had a stroke. He had yeah. a stroke. Okay. Right. So, um, there's something important that he says here because she translated, but I can't remember what she he says, right? Would well, help me out here. yeah, I mean, he says something like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> well, not to be insensitive. Hang <laughs> on. I'm not allowed to say women can rape, but Colin can come here and disparage people with a stroke. That is literally what happens in the movie because it's funny. It's actually kind of a funny. Oh, it's hilarious. The guy's funny, had a stroke. He can't speak. He, at this point, Ian Holm is trying to get her on board to join this class action lawsuit. He's like, we're not going to go after her because she's only insured for so much. But if she joins the lawsuit and also is part of this, then we've got another person on board or whatever. So he's convincing her to do that. And the husband basically starts rambling in something you can't understand. And it's her response. She goes, I think you heard what my husband said. <laughs> But then she translates, basically saying, like, you're you're not uh, uh, the right person to judge you isn't going to be 12 random strangers. The only people who could judge you are your own friends and your own family. It's going to be a poor old guy. <laughs> well, I think he made himself perfectly clear, don't you? So just to establish the last couple of minutes on the Oz Network, we have made a rape joke and a disabled man in a wheelchair joke. Um, <laughs> and we wonder why nobody listens to us. <laughs> Not all you need is G17 and you got bingo. <laughs> G17? 
What's that? Bing that's how bingo's played, you know that, right? Oh, I thought that was some taboo Under topic in B. Canada. Like I don't know how bingo's <laughs> played. I'm not eighty seven. <laughs> but I thought like we've covered off this, that, and everything else. G seventeen is code for molestation or something like that in my household. I don't know. Oh, we got molestation, we got rape, we got anti Semitism. Anti Semitism um, and disabled. We just need one more. G seventeen and we're there. Racism. There's racism. Not, there's not a person ben, of say color. say something racist. There's not a person of color in this movie. Racist. Bear? Bear? Which one's bear? <laughs> the son of the hippies? Is that a colored child? They, say, they even Well, they even say like, oh, he's native. Oh, aren't they native too? They're like, no, they adopt I don't him. see color, color. <laughs> <laughs> but native's not color, right? Because that's they're the originals. Well, I mean, yeah. Why are the color technically against a native? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Shit. Say something, Ray. Where's Noah? Where are we? <laughs> and we have Taboo Bingo. This was 100%, 100% the right movie for us to get as offensive as possible. Can we please do Schindler's List? Um, <laughs> oh, look at them all. They're getting gassed. Julian So he he also played Yao Min of the HMS Devonshire on Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, I think I maybe knew that. I know he's he's in um Notting Hill. So we'll talk about yes, him later. Timeout journalist. Yeah, he's he's the one when they like uh, go up to the room. That's when uh, you haven't seen Notting Hill, have you? What am I talking about? So you don't no. even know what I'm talking about. The famous horse and hound scene. Um, you'll get it oh, in a couple of, of months. <laughs> um, I think I did know he was in Tomorrow Never Dies, though. And he was in a Roger Moore movie, The Saint. Yeah. So, well, a movie based on Roger well, Moore. Well, Roger Moore makes a cameo Val- in it, right? So. Yeah. And Val-, Val Kilmer and Roger Moore and Julian Tut or whatever his right. name is. It's the same film. Oh, he was in Bridget Jones' Baby. He was Shaz's husband. Oh, That's the one. He was the baby. <laughs> That's the one Bridget Jones movie I actually haven't seen. Spread your legs. Julian's coming. He's crowning. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a sentence I never thought I'd hear Colin say. Um, but uh, I have witnessed two childbirths. So have I, but maybe not legally. Um, get out of the room, Ben. They're not old enough. So those for are you the yet. German. Those are the the real German films you're familiar with. <laughs> I just secretly on a Saturday night open myself a beer and watch childbirth movies from Germany. <laughs> what you up to now tonight, Klaus? Who have you gotten pregnant? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Push it, push it. Real good. <laughs> Would that be in German? Like, das ist real good. <laughs> Hello to all our Germans. I love Germans. I, like, I don't, I've got a just, German tattoo. Come on, Michael Schumacher is German. <laughs> the Germans just goes, push it. Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> push. Push hast. Push hast me. Push hast me. <laughs> We're all pushing our babies out, <laughs> our babies out. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love the Germans. Seriously, Germany, what oh, a country. Providing quality entertainment since 1930-ish. I, 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 I forget that time in history. Who cares? Oppenheimer, just ignore the job. I've not seen it yet, but I'm sure there's German references in it. How could there not be? Uh, it's the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, they did a classic movie of the 2020s. Russia? What are you talking about? No idea. Ukraine? Never heard of it. Um, <laughs> but this is even like when the, you see Nicky Lauder straight away. Racist pit mechanics. Like, oh, Nicky Lauder. Oh, he's some German. And like, uh, Austrian. What is it about famous Germans getting um, confused and they're actually Austrian? 
Uh, that's never happened before. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, clearly that's who I'm, who I'm talking about. No one else. Uh, just like, did Austrians just hate Germany that much? They're just kind of like, for fuck's sake, we're not from there. Like, they're like the New Zealand to Australia or the Canada to America. Like, they're just always yeah. considered Austrian. Uh, always considered German. Like, we're Austrian. <laughs> I was actually friends with an Austrian girl in uni and we'd have her on the radio a lot and... The, the other one, obviously, they get often confused for is Australia because the names sound the same. And she mm-hmm. would say that they actually have T-shirts in some stores over there that said there are no kangaroos in Austria. Um, <laughs> which, of course, next year when we do Dumb and Dumber in this very Dumb moment, and Dumber, yeah. <laughs> that's a lovely accent you got there. New Jersey, <laughs> Austria. Oh, well, get a mate. Let's go and shrimp on the barbie. Let's not. <laughs> I love it. I just always want to say that when I meet someone with an accent from like Germany, Austria, that's a lovely accent you've got there. New Jersey. <laughs> when I was in New Jersey, never heard many accents like that, surprisingly enough. Hey, get out of here. It wasn't like, hey, get out of here. So fascinating to hear that. I mean, Paul, you touched a little bit on that, didn't you? Uh, sort of about when you auditioned for it and kind of, you know, getting out of that that level. I mean, was, was Ryan somebody who was able to help you along with those sort of scenes to kind of help you as an actress kind of uh, get into that zone where you can maybe overcome that a little bit? He, well, he, of course he completely understood how vain I was and um, what I was willing to do. Um, I appreciate that when you do have a, a sex scene, it's, it's, it's very strange and awkward and most of the time not romantic unless you're kissing. Kissing is always fun for me. Um, but <laughs> Uh, the, the set was always nip tuck was, it, it felt very protected and I always felt very safe. And even in the, I don't think I had sex in the show, but I certainly had to like take my clothes off and show, you know, the uncomfortableness in between when you, when you, when you finish filming and they yell cut, usually I'm talking football, <laughs> you know, just to kind of break it up. So you can't think too hard about it. Um, I remember I asked David Duchovny, different show, what his favorite football team was in between having sex from behind, right? And then they're okay, we're rolling again. All right, here we go. I mean, it's just the weirdest thing you do. I wish someone <laughs> And it's always a closed set. I'm sure yours was too. But, you know, it's just, it's odd what we do. Yes. Wow. I'm never going to watch a sex scene in a movie ever again uh, the same way. I'm just yeah. going to be like, who's their favorite football team now, I wonder? I'm sorry. No, no yeah. thank you. <laughs> I like that we're getting a little bit more of like the people talking outside of the challenges, like that we, you know, got all the Annalie asking everybody like, oh, vote for me. And like, <laughs> I don't even know. Is that a Rupert reference? <laughs> I think that's a Rupert reference <laughs> from like a really, really long time ago. <laughs> I am only making references pre-2012 right now. <laughs> oh. That was so great. I, 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 well, we expect someone to do a fan edit of Anna Lee and like the Rupert audio of Hollywood. <laughs> or like put her in a tie dye shirt. Yeah. Like edit it. Yeah. That would be great. Maybe we'll get some other opinions next week. Yeah. Um, maybe Jared yell at us for all the wrong opinions or whatever we have. Or... Who do you think Jared's favorite team is going to be? Because he's not going to listen to Oh. And joining us for our first uh, three-person podcast this season is the man who listens to every podcast, whether he's on it or not. It's Jared. (laughs) Jared, welcome. (laughs) 
Thank you. I am so, like, grateful that I listened to that episode for that moment because, honestly, you were spot on and normally I wouldn't. I knew it. But because I've been enjoying this season, I was like, yeah, I could, I'd like to hear about that episode. That's incredible because I knew you had told us that you didn't listen to them. Well, one time you say something, (laughs) it happens. My name is Ben and the French? Blah. My name is Colin and I have that good looking white boy discount. My name is Noah and look at my big satellite. My name is Ben Waterworth, geology, gemology, lithology, and part time cryptozoologist. And I need to find a way to touch a lot of people at the same time. My name is Colin and I wanted to tell you I've been accepted to a music conservatory in Ireland. My name is Jamie and I don't have an opening line. My name is Ben and do you serve men here? My name is Colin and I'm still catching farts if that's what you mean. My name is Noah and one of us smells like a tart's handkerchief. My name is Ben and I'm your friendly neighbourhood poofter. My name is William Lundigan and here's your host Colin Hilding. My name is Jamie and you know I'm embarrassed to admit this but I've never been to the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. My name is Ben and just be a rock. My name is Colin and consider the sex tape gone. My name is Noah and I'm your friendly neighborhood kangaroo bum. My name is Ben and why did you get a monkey? My name is Colin and I do not have impure thoughts about men and how dare you say that about a man of the cloth. My name is Jamie and we're going to Winnipeg. My name is Ben and you should seek the help of a mental health professional. The Oz Network isn't very good at that part yet. Trust me. My name is Irrepressible Thoughts of Death Colin. My name's Noah and I'm also a Canadian virgin who's looking for a real man to take me. My name is Ben and I do not have a vagina and he does not have a penis. We have no genitals. My name's Colin and you can't touch me, but I can touch you. I'd really love to touch you. My name is Jamie and my name is Ben, and I promise you, I'm going to get your daughter. My name is Colin, and you can call me at 310-597-3781. My name is Noah Smallforcer. Please welcome Ben Brownosaurus. I eat wood. It tastes good. No meat. Big feet. I eat wood. My name is Colin and sex appeal. Some guys got it and some guys don't. My name is Noah and I'm a host of 007 because I was sadly rejected for James Bond Radio. And this is Ben Waterworth, password FHRalphie4. And hey, my name is Colin, self-deluded, syncophantic hack. My name is Noah and let's go. First rule of mass media. (laughs) My name is Ben and I'm erect. Why aren't you erect? My name is Colin, and I know sex exists. I've just never experienced it. My name is Norrin. Do you know how podcast episodes are made? No. Seriously, do you know? Because no. we need to know. I'll it's an- nine years. I'll answer that one. I get paid to make them now as well. So. Being nine years. So if anyone knows, it's probably about time we learn. My name is Ben, and no sex now. I'm working. My name is Colin, and welcome to the Oz Network, where it's always breakfast in America, even in the afternoon. <laughs> My name is Ben, and I seem to have come undone. Come on. Come on. <laughs> my, my, my name is Noah, and I seem to uh, uh, not come undone. I'm, you quite a Madonna. <laughs> uh, and, and my name's Colin, and I'm so in love with Diana the day. My name is Colin, and what kind of stupid name is that? My name is Ben, and Toll Decaf. Cappuccino! My name is Colin, and you know at Chris's house the other day when I was playing with your hair? 
I thought you might have forgotten. My name is Ben and I'm an idiot. Comes from upbringing. My parents are probably <laughs> idiots too. Colin, you have a kid who acts like me? I'll disown you. My name is Colin and a hot dog is singing. You want me to be quiet while a hot dog is singing? My name is Ben and... But you see, the problem with enrolling yourself as an ultrasonic, optimistic dissident is that Bach's talent can be reduced to his gender, birth, country, religion, sexuality and so on, then so can yours. That was actually my original quote, so I'm going to go with my backup, which I actually just found is even better. Uh, my name is Colin, and as, as a BIPOC pangender, I have difficulty connecting with Ben. Oh, I should have <laughs> just gone with, you're a fucking bitch. Uh, that one seems pretty <laughs> common. And as they basically say in the book, the two most famous people in Italy were the Pope and Enzo Ferrari. So <laughs> that's how revered... And then Stalin. <laughs> that's Russia. Colin, you're thinking of Mussolini. Um... <laughs> oh, Mussolini. That's right. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm, stuck on, I'm stuck on goodbye Lenin still. <laughs> Daniel Brühl. <laughs> okay, so we're pissed off Germany. We're pissed off Austria. We're pissed off Switzerland. And now we're pissed off the Italians. Um, wow. No, you're dictators, Colin. But uh, they, they'd probably rather Stalin over Mussolini, right? Yeah, Is that, that man, an upgrade? Yeah, let's be honest. Mussolini doesn't have the best reputation. Uh, Stalin, that oh. man got shit done. Uh. I, 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 think, I think Mussolini's the only one of those, those axis of evil guys that was like, cut into pieces and yeah. from the corners of the country. Well, that's basically what the, why Hitler didn't want to do that, because they saw what they did to... You know, I mean, all dictators deserve that, but... Other dictators got like a man. They killed themselves in a bunker. (laughs) (laughs) Kiefer says that when he read that twist, literally sitting in his living room on the couch, his jaw dropped and he sat up in his seat. He's like, what? Like, oh, I can just picture Kiefer Sullivan. Oh, you got me. Wow. Good job. First time he's read a script sober. Wow. Yeah. This show is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Took him six Um, years. (laughs) Anything you want to touch on the Emmy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get it until now <laughs> I, I was wondering why they were nominating me for flatliners for the emmys i thought that they just had the movies and tvs mixed up this Got year a golden globe i thought that was for the lost boys it was for this show it's bloody good he rings up hey john this show's really good <laughs> I, I i thought that this this statue on the shelf here was my dad's from mash back in the 70s <laughs> Now I realize it's got Kiefer on there. It's in real it's time. That that's amazing. <laughs> so that woman at the end, that was my what? That was my wife. Oh my god! Wait, wait, you telling me my grandpa was one of the greatest Canadian of all time? So I'm Canadian. I'm Donald too? Sutherland's son. <laughs> I'm third generation Canadian and famous too. I'm Canadian. <laughs> You guys know that I once banged Julia Roberts? Apparently, I made the tabloids. Wait, she was a sex worker, wasn't she? Oh, that was a character. <laughs> Whew. There's somebody else I was thinking about for a second there. Uh, <laughs> well, Marisol Nichols. <laughs> oh, we went different directions on that joke. My apologies, Miss Nichols McNichol. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> wow. That went somewhere. <laughs> Anyways, back to the show. The original 1985 uh, DeLorean in the first movie, we get the, the flying DeLorean. The, what? 
Uh oh. Yes, I took all your ice. I'm sick and I'm trying to keep. I'm. <laughs> wow, I cannot win today, can I? <laughs> Jamie needs some drugs. She wants her ice. <laughs> you take all the crystal meth too. <laughs> Coke. Oh, I, I'm taking too long making decisions on which Lightning McQueen's to buy. I took uh. all the ice. Let me let me just say this in case Jamie's still listening. <laughs> anytime I go to get ice for a cup or something like that, I'm like two ice cubes. That'll do it. Jamie will have a cup of water or juice or anything or iced coffee and she puts half an ice cube tray in there i'm like it never melts by the time you're done put two ice cubes in there it's going to keep it just as cold six ice cubes doesn't get it colder it just takes longer for it all to melt afterwards so yes i took the four ice cubes that were left because i have two liters of water to keep cold my apologies colin colin uh do we need to have a chat here everything okay uh, got some frustrations to let out uh, I'm, I'm sick i'm trying to keep my 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 throat okay to get through this recording and i just can't win so um i think we just might need to take a moment here as colin lets everything out uh he's had a frustrating day remember what i said before one day colin will be in love um actually no, i take that back Colin really is in love. Uh, this, this is, is love. what it is. This is a relay. How long have you two been together again for? Oh, it's been well over a decade. Uh, too long to count anymore. Um, it's about triple the amount of time Doc I was Claire... married. So, uh... yeah. By by nineteen ninety five, this is what Doc and Claire are arguing about. I mean, he's <laughs> you only have a machine that has one ice cube. I need six. <laughs> Get to work, Doc. Maybe I'll send Jamie. Uh, anyways, message. are you okay? Do you need to talk? <laughs> <laughs> The other weird thing he does is at first I'm like, oh no, he's going to molest that little girl. And then he starts molesting the horse first. Yeah. He's like getting his bearings on the horse. That's me. And then I'm like, oh no. But then I'm like, he's not molesting the horse because then I don't know whether he was drinking the milk from the horse like straight out of his hand or if he was washing his face. Wait, it looked the like horse both. or the cow? What are you watching him milk? Cow, cow, sorry. Yes. Wait <laughs> <Cow. laughs> <laughs> a minute. You, are you watching sorry. my private was... collection of milking horses? <laughs> I, I'm caught up on so many of the doodles in this movie. All I'm thinking is horses. Uh, <laughs> very Italian horse. You can milk a yes. horse now. <laughs> Nay. But anyways, like he like splashes it on his face and he's drinking it or whatever. It's just bizarre. And then, yeah, he does things to little girls. And, well, and little, then he dies. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> milk does straight. This is why you don't drink milk straight from the cow, okay? It'll turn you into it's a pedo. It's all pasteurized hominogized. Yeah. Right? You, you need to get some of that skim milk just to be completely pure, okay? <laughs> Don't drink the milk, you pedo. Don't even run the risk of 3%, okay? 2% to skim, that's your ratio of not being a pedophile. That's how we eliminate <laughs> pedos from the planet. Get them stop drinking exactly. milk directly from cows. Give them a carton of milk. <laughs> hey, pedo, you want to touch that kid? Have a carton of milk. You're cured. Prohibition on whole milk and no more pedophiles in the world. <laughs> exactly. You're we welcome. We solved it. <laughs> Middle East, go to uh, Israel and Gaza, give them normal milk. I'm sure they drink yeah. it directly from a cow. I'm sure that's, I don't know anything about the situation, but I'm sure that's the only problem. Is that too far? Have we moved on? Do we need to hear this? Okay. Well, there we go. Dead duck month. Um... Two tropes in movies, which I hate. And I, I want to talk about diversity quickly. Like, you know, we're all like, let's correct the mistakes of the past. Like, let's give better roles to a diverse range of actors and like I'm all for that. Why still in 2023 are journalists and cat lovers always still evil? I'm sick of this. Like every movie you get, journalists, scum. If you're a journalist, you're evil. If you like cats, you're evil. You get thrown well, out of a window. Bullshit. I am calling I'm, discrimination. I'm not going to say I dislike cats. I have no problem with cats. I'm more of a dog person than a cat person. But I will say... The dog in this movie deserves to be put to sleep. Does it deserve it? Okay, that's that's up for debate. But in reality, would this happen? Because first of all, he's taking his dog to work for what reason? 
Yeah. It, you, your dog, just leave it at home. This is the he takes his dog to work. He's working at a bank. He hides underneath the counter. And then the lady who basically, I guess she's supposed to own the bank. She owns the town. This is obviously a play on like It's a Wonderful Life with like Mr. Potter who owns the entire town. Harry. Because um, they even watch Mr. Wonderful Life in this movie. But uh, um, when, when she's complaining about the dog saying, oh, your dog or whatever, he's ruining all this. The dog lunges over the counter and attacks a poor defenseless old woman yeah. who also happens to own the bank. Whatever happens to this dog, is he, they, he had it coming. <laughs> but this is what annoys me. Like every movie, we've talked about this before. Dogs and children, plot armor. They're, they're, they're protected. Yeah. And you know, we've always got to care for a child or a dog. Like it's just, it doesn't matter. I, I like dogs. Again, I don't buy into you have to be a dog or a cat person. I like both as well. I love dogs, but I'm much more of a cat person. You tell me one movie when anybody's gone, oh, no, don't kill the cat. We literally watched Donald uh, Sutherland a couple of weeks ago headbutt a cat and murder the fucking thing. <laughs> the movie Cats and Dogs. Sean Hayes <laughs> is evil as a cat. Like All of the worst movies are cats. Judy Dench, cats. Cat in the hat. Like, <laughs> yeah. when are we going to have justice for cats? I'm sick of this <laughs> bullshit. And journalists, all right? Like, unless it's what, like a movie where this journalists is- are stopping, like, raping the Vatican Church? Like, oh, they're doing good. Like, Superman, I guess. Sure, good journalist. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's a good journalist. He's Superman. Does he need to be a good journalist? Probably not. <laughs> but the point is, I'm sick of this discrimination against cat-loving journalists. I want this, this to stop. This is starting to feel like a personal attack. It is a personal I attack. Mean- and, and Ben also gets criticized when somebody else on a podcast says something racist. Doesn't even have to be him. And, and Ben takes the blame. Madonna fans. I just watched Court <laughs> and Sean Penn was making jokes against his ex-wife. It's like, I can take shit because I was married to Madonna. All right. I'm tired of this discrimination. <laughs> Ran uh, over. Now that, Ben's, now that Ben's got that over, we get introduced to Four the star of the movie. Four minutes of an hour episode wasted because Ben got angry. <laughs> But it's okay to smile now because we got Judge Reinhold. Hey! <laughs> so he's all like, nah, bitch, please. I've supported this president for years. I told him to run and now he's shit. I'm quitting. Um, so it's like, okay. To which then uh, old uh, Diet Rob Lowe is all like, hey, Peter McNichol. So... <laughs> Diet Rob Lowe, good. <laughs> What's the thing they Gluten say? Gluten-free Rob Lowe. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Um, I had the farts. Keto too, Rob Lowe. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Keto Rob Lowe. Dry flavorless Rob Lowe. <laughs> Rob Lowe zero. Um, <laughs> the Oz Network. Rob Lowe with aspartame. <laughs> Stevia, Rob Lowe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't dislike Chad Lowe. He's fine. Um, poor Rob Lowe. Uh, I'm killing Colin Hilding right now, I think. I um, love that you said poor Rob Lowe. It's like he's got that brother, this diet him. It's kind of like Colin Hanks. Like, it's like, there's nothing wrong with Colin Hanks. It's just you're not your dad. Um, it's kind of like Colin Hilding. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> who'd, you, who'd you Colin that you prefer? Colin Hanks or Colin? No, Colin Hanks. You know? Definitely call. I'd go with Colin Hanks. <laughs> I'm the Diet Colin in this conversation. <laughs> diet Colin. Ben Affleck or Ben Waterworth? I mean, come on. We know dong size. Which one wins? <laughs> that man's got a massive dong. <laughs> We're not getting into that again. But anyway, so Diet Rob Lowe is all like, well, um, <laughs> Peter McNichol, 
Uh, so <laughs> I'd love flavor, Peter McNichol. <laughs> You're the classic Coke of Peter McNichols. <laughs> Who is the Diet Coke of Peter McNichols? Uh, um, I have no idea. I've never really thought about it, by the way. Ah, <laughs> oh, genius. Comedy gold from Ben Waterworth, as, of course, uh, you would often hear Colin say. And just to reiterate that fact. <laughs> oh, good one, Ben. Oh, comedy goals from Ben Waterworth. Oh. I said in that clip that I would make it a soundbite, and I did. So I like to keep my word for most of the time. But big thanks to Colin. He joined me for a lot of these, well, the majority of these, let's be honest, throughout the year. He puts up with me the most, and uh, we get to another year of him working with me now. So uh, thank you, Colin. I, I couldn't have done it without you. Really appreciate it. And to Rocky and to Jared and to Jamie and bugger it to Alex too. I mentioned him at the top. Noah's alive. He doesn't really come on the Oz Network anymore, of course, but uh, 007 he's on a bit, so that's good. Jared does off the podium with us as well, so there's that. So if you like other voices and aren't minor Collins, you've, you've got options and varieties there. It's funny, you did hear Noah really technically in that My Name Is section, but that's just because we kind of stole a bunch of those from 007 anyway. So um, technically you did hear him in this, but hey, there you go. 2024, another big year for us here on the Oz Network. It will be the 20th anniversary of Lost. So just like we did with Nip Tuck this year, just like we've done with Third Watch and 24 in the past, the plan will be to celebrate it in some capacity. Of course, as we've been lucky enough to do with both Third Watch, well, not both, well, all three, Third Watch, 24 and Nip Tuck, We've had some former cast members come on the show to talk about the show to celebrate it. So that will be the plan at some point in 2024, whether or not it happens or not. Obviously, stay tuned. And if it doesn't happen, then I'm sure Noah and I will come together and celebrate it or do it anyway, just like Nick and I did throughout the year for Nip Tuck as well. And it is actually, speaking of Third Watch, the 25th anniversary of Third Watch in 2024. Now, obviously, we've already done a 20th anniversary So we thought, well, back when we did the 20th anniversary, Zoom wasn't really a thing. So it was only an audio interview, an audio episode. So we're going to possibly put it out there that we may do a 25th one and this time feature video. So you can see our faces, not mine, you don't care about my face, but other Third Watch faces so we can make it a bit more interactive. So we'll see how that goes. Stay tuned, obviously, for everything along the way and you'll see if that plans out. We've got some great movies coming your way in 2024 that we plan on covering as well with some themed months just like we do every single year. And 24 coverage continues as we will finally get through season six and towards season seven. And I think we should be into season eight by the year's end. So uh, there you go. Moving through things uh, quite swimmingly. Uh, Of course, it's the only TV show we're really covering at the moment. We don't really have any plans to start any other TV shows up in terms of weekly coverage where we're pretty complacent right now with 24 each week. So that changes. Stay tuned. And if you do enjoy what we do, Obviously, a lot of work goes into this show to produce episodes for it. We do have a Patreon arm. Admittedly, we haven't been that frequent on the Patreon arm. So to both of our subscribers, we do apologize. But we obviously do appreciate your support. But if there are people out there who like what we do and really want to get on board, as you do here at the beginning and the end of the show, of course, jump on board with the Patreon and help us out. We'd love that. We'd appreciate it and get exclusive content there as well. And, of course, if you're a Survivor Oz fan, you join us back from the Survivor Oz days. We, we, we constantly do get messages asking for Survivor Oz interviews. The only way you can get those interviews is by signing up to our Patreon. It's that simple. So sign up to our Patreon, get those Oz Network episodes direct 
to your speakers. You can get them. That's the only way you can get them. So if uh, you, you like that, you want to hear old interviews that we did 10 years ago, then that's how you can do it. So there you go. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in across the year. We really do appreciate your support and your loyalty. It means the world to us. As I joked at the beginning of the show, we might not have the biggest fan base or the biggest listenership in the world, but for those who are with us and do listen and you're listening to my voice right now, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. Just the fact that we have a couple of you sticking through with us, it really does mean the world to us. So we definitely appreciate it. Thank you. And we wish you a very happy and safe New Year's. And we look forward to you joining us in 2024, another big year. For the final time, my name is Ben and Ben out. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the Oz network.net thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time like exclusive stuff yes, yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast hosts in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. (laughs)